Okay, okay. Welcome to Galaxy of Toys. Is that how I started? Welcome. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to Galaxy of Toys podcast, a discussion about Star Wars toys of the past, the present, and the future. This is episode number 39. My name is Jason, and joining me tonight from IGrewUpStarWars.com, the OT curmudgeon has returned, Tom. Hello, Tom. Yeah, yeah, thanks for uh, thanks for letting me know the last one was happening. We messaged you on Facebook. No, you didn't. Yes, oh, I did. That, you, 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 you were on that message. Yes, you did. Yes, I did. <laughs> before before uh, we started this recording, guys, I explained that if you leave this conversation for five minutes, you have missed at least a hundred <laughs> entries with you maniacs talking. Uh, so, Tom, Tom, I was there. Jason even tried to get you in on the call. Like, exactly. In the call, well, you, you never in. I, Skype doesn't sit idle on my computer. That's uh, yeah. I don't. I don't want my fans. I don't want my fans reaching me that way. Excuses, excuses. <laughs> fan. Uh, you mean fan? Right. Were, were there yeah, three think... horses in Lewiston that are your fans? What? <laughs> that was a long time ago. <laughs> okay. Hi, everybody. It's going to be an interesting conversation. Also sure. joining. Also joining us tonight from JediBusiness.com. Chris B. Hello, Chris. Hey, what's going on, guys? Good to be back. Going to be a, a short show today, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> From Bendems to the Black Series, Vintage to Modern, he collects them all. Our good friend Ryan. I think I'm getting more into Lego now or something. I don't know. Lego. Uh, you stick to your uh, Bendems. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't bought a Bendem in quite some time, but I've been buying lots of Legos. <laughs> yeah. Did you say you've gone uh, uh, six months without buying a buying a Bendem? I know I bought a four pack a while back. Ah. What it was, but I, I can't remember how long ago it was. It was to get one of the coins I didn't have. But okay, how can you still be buying those? Didn't you buy them? What are you missing from the Bendem collection? There's variations. There are th there are three exclusive coins. They're one of the coolest things that came out through the Bendem series. And I have two of them now, the X-Wing and TIE Fighters, a Millennium Falcon coin I don't have yet. They're really nice. Saying cool and bend them in the first, in the same sentence, just doesn't compute with me. But I'll, I'll be ahead. sure to, to go ahead to the SWCC bend them show, Tom. <sighs> I, will, <clears throat> I will attend that, and I will have fun vomiting in my shirt. Also joining us from, from ForlomDeZuckis.com, Jake. Hey, Jake. Hi, I'm so happy to be here to talk uh, Hasbro Marvel action figures. <laughs> oh, wait. This is Star Wars? Because yeah. I only thought Marvel does... Hasbro does Marvel now. Sorry. Jeepers. Creepers. All right, let's talk Toy Fair. <laughs> we will. But first, we have a couple of uh, announcements to make. We, as a podcast, are going to be on the Celebration Anaheim podcast stage Saturday, April 18th from 6 p.m. till 7 p.m. That will be in the Anaheim Convention Center for anybody going to Celebration. And currently that's scheduled for room 208AB. Are you excited, Tom? Show up early. Ryan's going to be handing out single bills, single dollar bills for everyone who shows up. <laughs> yeah, those are, those are single bills, so you can uh, give them to Tom's G-string as he strips. Oh, you know what? I would do that. So uh, if you're <laughs> handing them out, 
I'm you're uh, you can hand them back in. You're gonna be you're gonna be wearing that Greedo Speedo that's been going around. <laughs> I saw that. Yeah. Uh, some. Well, never mind. <laughs> so, anyone listening to our podcast who'd like to see it live and you're going to celebration, this is probably your only chance. This probably this probably won't happen again, right? This is your one chance. After watching Tom strip, they're never gonna invite us back. <laughs> we'll probably disband after that, also. So it's Saturday night. Six to seven. Hey, Actually, we're, they... we're, we're on right after the Kivecast, too, so that's pretty cool. That's just Come early and check out the Kivecast. Boom. Well, I think do, their show you starts know, at 4.30. Come early, yeah. check out the Kivecast, and if, you know, <laughs> that didn't do it for you, hang around <laughs> and be completely <laughs> underwhelmed <laughs> with us. Oh. We got to talk swag. We're going to have a little swag, maybe. Uh, um, it's it's a swag fest this, this year. Swag My fest. God. Uh, most of these conventions are. Well, it's off the hook this time, I think. I know I'm off the hook. I don't know how I'm going to bring all this crap to celebration. Oh, I know what you mean. Are you going to give anything away to our listeners, Tom? Yeah, mm. if uh, they show up and ask for a pin, I'll give them a pin. Mm. I don't know. The Can thing I have is, a pin, Tom? That's, that's going to be tough. Uh, giving them away to random people, I don't want to give it to anybody who wouldn't appreciate it. Are you saying our listeners are random people? No, not them. Not oh. not the two people that actually <laughs> listen to the show. Okay. Those three horses in Lewiston. Are That'd right be me and, three uh, horses and Jake. Yeah. Yep. That'd be me and Jake. We're the two listeners of the show. <laughs> Tom, yeah. you're going to need like a code word, like uh, modern sucks or something, so... You really get your core fans. Maybe I'll tweet or Facebook something like a like a safe word. Ouch. That's usually <laughs> never mind. What? Tom, you're no, gonna be we'll wearing figure out something fun. Speedos and you need a safe word. This is yeah. It's kind of a it's <laughs> <laughs> We'll do something fun like a kind of a come find me somewhere. <laughs> No, oh, forget gosh, it. Nice plain hide and, and seek. I don't know. <laughs> I know. Chris has already informed me that if there's a panel with uh, the the uh, Force Awakens cast going on at the same time, he's bailing on us. Oh. I imagine all you guys will bail. I'm sick. I'm I'll, I'll be I'll be there. I'll be there. I don't I don't care. I want it to be a surprise. Tom's gonna be the only one showing up to the panel. <laughs> Jason, I'll just press the button and I'll I'll just riff on stuff i still have no idea how we're going to set it up for f- five people on the podcast but i'm sure we'll figure it out uh, tom can sit on ryan's lap whoa mm-hmm. whoa 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 that well uh, ryan could sit on my lap oh no, i'm a little no. taller you know i could just oh my god this has turned into a <laughs> so this is horrible this is an episode so, of 50 shades of gray or something so put it put it on your know. calendar saturday what a, april 18th Star Wars Celebration 7 or Anaheim. It's, it's guaranteed to be a disaster, but if you guys, yes. you know, want to want to have a fun time making fun, fun of us and point, pointing and laughing. For a fun please. time, call Tom. Mm-hmm. Uh, 6 p.m. Ryan is Ryan shot out of a cannon today. You guys notice <laughs> that? I got mm. shot out of a cannon? Oh boy. All right. <laughs> Enough celebration talk. We'll we'll get more into so we'll talk more about celebration on a different show. Um, and then another thing I want to do is see if anybody picked up anything new um, recently. I'm not going to say since the last show you were on, but just uh, recently. Um, Chris, start with you. Um, 
good question. I think the uh, the Lego <laughs> Lego uh, Imperial Troop Transporter. I picked I picked it up and it was surprisingly fun to build. Mm-hmm. And uh, the cool thing is, it comes with four uh, stormtroopers, which is nice. And um, I mean, it's horribly out of scale, right? But yeah, and uh, that I picked up. And I picked up the uh, the Mission Series 2 packs that just came out, except for the one that has Sabine in it. I think that's the only one that was missing. So I think that's it for me. What uh, what are the characters on the new two packs that you that you did get? Um, well, it's the Wookiee two pack. Um, there's the uh, uh, the concept IG droids together with what's his name. I don't know. I gotta look it up. Chicatro. Yeah. Um, yeah. That dude. Then Bosk, the two pack with Bosk. Um, and I think that's it. Wicket. Wicket. Oh, Wicket. Wicket and the Biker Scout. That's right. Okay. So yeah. So those those four. Mm-hmm. But you know, I know you guys found some figures in the store, um, but I haven't been that lucky yet. So. I'll move on to you, Jake. I have the. Uh... Amazon.com seems like the place that hit with those uh, mission series sets. So I picked up the same, I think uh, three of us picked up those sets on Amazon real quick. But by the time we all got there, so me too, uh, Sabine was already gone. And it, it was it was in stock when I put it in my cart. And then when I went to go check out, it had sold out and they replaced it with a $28 Sabine. So... $10 is the normal price. I skipped on the $28 one, so I'm still on the hunt for Sabine, but I like them. I like the uh, the new two-packs. I think they're a lot of fun. Um, but I've had more success locally in finding the newest wave of Saga Legends figures, and I've come across... To, and the newest wave includes uh, the Jedi Temple Guard, the um, AT... Uh, ADAT driver, the ATDP driver, the TIE pilot, Commander Gree, and which one am I missing? Uh, Darth uh, Maul. Darth Maul. Mm-hmm. Okay. 501st yeah. Legion clone trooper, Mace Windu. There's eight? Eight. And Plo Koon. Did you say him? Oh, jeez. Is there really that many right now? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I thought we were only up to six. No. Nope. Okay. I'm still on the hunt for some, but I've picked up a couple so far. And I, that's... The Darth Maul and the Mace Windu and I think the 501st Clone Trooper are repacks, I think. Yes. I'm yes. not sure if they're shipping yet, though. I, I didn't think those were in that oh, case. They're on, the, they're on the back of the package. Okay. Yeah, no, they're on the package. That's the Darth Maul. That's, that hasn't been shipped in the U.S. yet. It's been available elsewhere, but not in the U.S. yet. Yeah, that was the Canadian. Darth Maul is number 19. I found number 18. So Which is they gotta what? Be, 18 is the AT-AT driver. Yeah, and I think that's I think the six that are out okay. don't include um, Maul, Maul and Windu, Windu, and the 501st. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. So I think there's just six out right now. Okay, I found four of the six, and I found the two you didn't find. That's awesome. So between us, we have the wave. <laughs> yeah. But Targets is the place that's hit first, and mm-hmm. from what I saw online, um, Yakface picked up our find and posted the other mm-hmm. day that no one else is really finding them outside of the Pacific Northwest yet. So we yeah. somehow 
got the first we got lucky. Of those. Yep. One small container uh, made it pl- past the blockade on the West Coast. That <laughs> uh, was a little astromech droid that helped him get past the blockade. The Trade Federation has blocked the ports in the West Coast, and it's very hard to get containers through right now. It was a brave astromech that got him through. <laughs> uh, Jake, you, did you find the new uh, the new two-pack Hot Wheel sets? I know you were asking about the R2 and the 3PO. Did you find those I, yet? I did. I was going to say that next. I, okay. I found actually just the one. So I I have uh, solo, but I didn't find the um, 3PO set yet. But mm. I know that they're hidden places. You picked one up, yeah? Uh, I didn't. I was gonna. I'm trying to limit myself oh. to just the single carded figures. Gotcha. Or not figures, vehicles or vehicles. cars. Um, but the the C3PO and R2D2 are plentiful at the uh, South Center Toys R Us. Okay, good. I need. But to they're ugly. Things. They're really dirty. Yeah, that they I from what I've seen so far, because I have the Han, the Han's mm-hmm. new, of course. The Chewy is a straight repack. So there's oh. nothing new about the Chewy. So if you already have that, you have an extra, you can give it to your kid or something. But um if you pick up the other one, they're both newish, even though R2's been out before. The R2 in the two pack is like dirty or battle damaged. And of course the three PO is all new. So yeah. kind of like that Stormtrooper from the Target set last year. The Target exclusive mm-hmm. set, that was dirty, and then they made it clean. So we got a clean and dirty both R2 and Stormtrooper at this point. I think the um, C3PO car looks unappealing that dirty. It looks, it doesn't look good. That's why I, I also didn't... question their choice. It's like a big souped-up van, and that's not mm-hmm. really what I think of 3PO. A lot of them capture the character. I don't know about the 3PO car, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Uh, Ryan, you pick up anything recently? Yeah, I you know I started thinking about this. I've actually picked up quite a bit. Um, there's those four th- uh, two packs that you guys discussed. Uh, Jake was very nice to let us know that he saw those on Amazon, so we all jumped on there to grab those. Um, I also then I think Chris posted to to us that um, the Anakin uh, Starfighter, the the cheap small ones, were on sale on Amazon for under ten bucks, and then the twelve inch Agent Callus was like two bucks. So I got both of those as well off Amazon. Uh, and then I picked up a, a bunch of stuff yesterday. I found the Walmart Millennium Falcon for thirty bucks, so I picked that up. That has a ton of stickers on it. That, that oh, yeah. took like an hour, hour and a half to get all the stickers on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I also picked up both of those Hot Wheels two packs you guys were talking about. And I was down at Billy Galaxy in Portland on Friday, and I had picked up an ATL, a Droids Vintage ATL Interceptor there for thirty five dollars. So that was. Kind of a little vintage pickup for myself. I think that's about it right now. There's probably something else in there, but that's now. Cool. What's Billy Galaxy? Is it's that a this toy is, shop? it's a little toy shop down there. It's very near Powell's Books. Uh, he used to do a convention down in Portland. That's how I first got to know. As I went down with uh, Gus one year when he was giving a talk uh, at the Billy Galaxy show, and. As such, got to see the shop. It's a really cool shop. If you guys have never been there, I strongly suggest it. It's not just Star Wars. It's all sorts of 80s uh, stuff, 80s action figures and that, and 70s stuff. Um, and it, it's kind of crammed in there. Like it's, it's a pretty small shop, but there's a lot of cool stuff with pretty decent prices, I think. Very cool. I'll have to check it out. Tom, pick up any new Star Wars items lately? Some droid parts came in. Nothing huge oh i i picked up some uh uh vintage uh star wars tops 
top Star Wars packs that should be coming in soon. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, some singles so of all three movies, so that'll be fun. Are you taking your R2-D2 to Celebration? <laughs> no. <laughs> what? How, how close, in pieces. How yeah. close are you? Like 5%, 10%, 80%? About 40%. Oh, you're, you're not doing bad then. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of the parts are kind of coming together. A lot of the big ones I'm missing. But if I were to put, well, I, I can't put anything together really yet because I don't have a frame, but that's coming. So by summer, I'll definitely have something to put in a corner and have something to show for it, hopefully. Very cool. Yeah. Now, uh, Tom, we had a chance to pose with an R2-D2. Do you want to talk a little bit about the uh, costume exhibit we attended, the grand opening party at the EMP? It was cool, and everybody had a good time. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you're in the Seattle area, definitely uh, go to the EMP and check out the uh, Star Wars costumes exhibit that is there until, what, October? Yeah. Pretty amazing, and uh, it's probably, if you've been to a lot of these uh, kind of traveling Star Wars shows already, what was the one that was at the uh, uh, OMSI down in uh, Portland? Or, uh, was it the science, tech? Science something. Yeah, science yeah, the science. yeah that was, it was, it was pretty cr- comparable to that, but it was definitely a kind of, well, obviously focused on uh, the costumes, and what costumes? They were just awesome. So, Tom, you know you, that exhibit came up here too to the Science Center, right? I did, I did. I didn't even think about uh, it because it, okay. I went to the OMSI to check it out. But yeah, you're right; it did go to the Science Center. Same thing, I imagine. Yeah, I didn't go to the Portland one, so I wouldn't know exactly. But I heard. Oh, it was, okay. So. I I don't think it was probably any different. Did you guys get a chance to chat with uh, Billy D. Williams or Anthony Daniels at that <laughs> event? Uh, no, we didn't get a chance, but I think a few folks, uh, uh, Mark Simpson, a buddy of mine ran into Anthony Daniels and got his picture taken with him. Mm. So that was cool. He was pretty impressed. I don't think he'd ever met, uh, Daniels before. So that was, that was kind of cool deal for him. And I know that Gus got to hang out with Billy D and get some photos before the event started because Gus was there a little bit earlier because he is the only, um, he has... The only piece in the entire collection, which is a privately owned piece, everything else comes right from Lucasfilm archives. So that's the Yoda prototype. Yeah, right. Yep. Yoda prototype mm-hmm. puppet. You yeah. got it. I when I saw pictures of Gus's Yoda prototype with that exhibit, all I could think was I would be nervous if I was Gus because what's to stop Lucasfilm from just packing that thing up and taking <laughs> it with them when they leave? Oh. I don't think Gus would. Uh, I think Gus is uh, pretty much knowing when they're they're about to. Uh, yeah. I can He could probably just come in and oh, I'm taking my pup and leaving. <laughs> Gus has yeah. a pretty good relationship with the EMP, as we yeah. in Seattle know. He had his um, Death Star on display with the EMP for That's quite right. a while, and which that... was which was a better EMP or a better sci-fi museum than it is now. I have to admit. Yeah, and the Death Star, for those that don't know, Gus has the original. Death Star model, which is uh, Ryan. What's the dimensions of that thing? I don't know what the dimensions are. It's, it's, it's huge, big, huge, it's bigger yeah. than a soccer ball. It's, let's just say it's that it's the Death Star that they use it's, in A New Hope. Yeah, it's the size of a small moon. What do you want? <laughs> That's no moon. It won't fit in my car. That's all I know. 
We tried rolling it to your uh, Honda, huh? <laughs> right. No, it's great. If you guys have a chance, if you're ever in the Seattle area or those who are in the Seattle area, do yourself a favor and go to the EMP. Uh, check out the costumes exhibit because you will not be disappointed. No. Unless you're looking to find Ryan there. <laughs> He's not there all the time, gang. So no, I might be there tomorrow, him, but... <laughs> oh, well, run out. Well, by the time this is, gets to air, you probably won't... Uh, I, I yeah, that's right. All you down there all the time. <laughs> all you, all you jerks uh, who work for uh, the have uh, all you teachers have uh, a day off tomorrow. I'm... Yeah, all you jerks who are teachers. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Tom. Thanks, Dicky right. uh, teachers. I'll be thinking of you tomorrow at nine when I'm uh... sipping a mimosa at home. <laughs> Let's talk about uh, New York Toy Fair 2015. No. <laughs> I know, Tom. You wish don't we could you like talk this, about. Don't you like this banter better? Yeah, but we we gotta we owe it to our listeners to go through this stuff. Tom, Tom I think you might be surprised. I, I think the rest of the uh, crew is going to turn into curmudgeons just like you for the rest of this podcast. <laughs> I can't <laughs> wait. Let's let us begin. So, <laughs> New York to- Toy Fair 2015 took place uh, February 14 through the 17th in New York City, and none of us. We're able to attend. I know Chris and Jake and maybe even Ryan thought about going, but uh, decided not to ultimately. Uh, maybe they're glad now. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, we're going to talk a little bit about what we've seen. I've personally been following this on uh, Rebel Scum, on Yoda News. Uh, yeah, Yoda News. Um, Galactic Hunter. Galactic Hunter. A lot of a lot of good coverage online of, of, of the the toy fair. So um, any of those sites have some pretty decent photos of what we're going to be talking about. So let's just start. Um, some of the earlier photos that came out, I noticed were from the Lego booth and they had quite a bit of product uh, shown. One thing that really stood out to me was something new called battle builder figures. They had a Luke Jedi and Darth Vader, and these are kind of, I don't know how tall they were. They looked to me to be about six to seven inches tall um, of kind of Lego action figures. I guess that's the word for it. Um, Ryan, you're into Lego. I mean, not that the rest of us aren't, but you're definitely into it probably more. What do you think about these? Um, I'm kind of excited to see these. Uh, A couple of years ago, Lego did similar things uh, with superheroes. I remember seeing like an Iron Man type of thing like this, and um, I thought it was really cool. I was like, oh, I hope they do Star Wars ones, because I'd like to get that. And I know if, if you ever look at Chinese bootlegs, there's actually been Chinese bootlegs very similar to these. I know I've seen a Boba Fett and a Darth Vader in this kind of style, though not exactly what we're getting here. Um, for those of you who haven't seen it, I would equate it to kind of the, what the Bionicle look like, only Star Wars and a little more filled in, not so robotic in some ways. Uh, but I think they're pretty cool. I, I will definitely pick up the Vader and you know see where they go from there. I'm not going to get them all, but I, I kind of like them. Chris, um, well, I'm not feeling them. You know, um, I think they look kind of blocky um, for 20 bucks. You know, I'm sure there is a lot of play value in it when you build them, um, but to have them on display as a collector, it just doesn't it doesn't do anything for me personally. It's just not something I'm into. Um, and I also don't like that they have the lightsaber attached on the wrong leg on that Luke Jedi. Um, but you know, 
I don't know. I think Vader looks better than than Luke. Um, but again, you know, for twenty bucks, um, co- I mean, compare that to the six inch line that we're getting from Hasbro, which I know it's a uh, you know comparing apples and oranges, but you know, I'm, you know, I'm just not into that. You know, I can I can see the play value, and I can see maybe some kids wanting those things, um, but yeah. I know. You know what's interesting about those? I think it'd be interesting to see how well they hold together once they're assembled. Because mm-hmm. I can tell you that my five-year-old, when he builds, you know, Lego thing, like he's really into those micro things, right? And uh, he can build them. Um, but, you know, as soon as they're done and he starts playing with them, those things just fall apart left and right. So it'd be kind of interesting to see how those how those figures hold up when they actually get some play value. Yeah. But again, for me as a collector, is it's, it's not interesting. Jake, do you want any of these? Uh, I'm I'm not going to be a completist and all in on these at all. But I like I always like picking up you know one or two of each new line that comes out, whether it's Lego or Hasbro, some of the main stuff. You know, I like to have a little representation of each new thing. So um, I don't mind the Luke Jedi. I think my biggest complaint is with the flap down. That definitely means that he's um, you know, Vader confrontation, Luke Jedi, and therefore I don't like that he has a gun because Luke didn't use a gun at all after uh, Jabba's palace, and it wasn't even his. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, so I don't like. Um, I'm sure the lightsaber is can be attached to either leg since they're Legos. I'm sure it'll apply to either side, but um, I'll probably pick up the Luke. I I can see myself Luke Jedi. I think like Chris and I. We're pretty big fans, so I could see myself picking up one, but that would probably fill that need in that line. So um, my kids are big into Legos, so, you know, Grandma always knows that. So we could see these under the Christmas tree or at birthdays. So I could see more showing up in my house, but probably not from me. Okay. Tom, any uh, any insight on why they are making these? Do you think these are good? Um, I, it's an interesting attempt. I've never seen figures like this before from Lego. The Luke reminds me of the, uh, the game Jedi Knight and Mysteries of the Sith from like 96, 97, mm-hmm. you know, the real blocky graphics. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> I think they're, it's kind of interesting. Um, am I getting them now? Of course not, but, uh, it's definitely an interesting attempt and uh, anything that Lego does, I definitely don't have a problem with. I think they're pretty awesome. Yeah. Still waiting for Playmobil to get in the game, boys. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if they no. do. As many licensees that seem to have Star Wars. Uh... Then it's all over. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, I, I don't know about these. I I'm, I guess I'll have to decide once I see them in the store whether I'll get one or not, how much they cost and what else is out at the time because there could be a whole lot of things on the shelf when these appear. They're you supposed to be 20 bucks. Point. Yeah, 20 bucks. Hmm. Yeah. Um, and they showed a lot of other stuff. We're not going to go through each item because this podcast doesn't need to be 10 hours long. But they had some cool sets um, for their Lego standard Star Wars line. They had an Imperial Assault Carrier. That looked pretty cool. That was $129, though, but looks pretty good. Um, they showed a Death Star Final Duel playset. Um, do you call Lego sets play sets? I don't even know. Maybe not. I call them play sets. Okay. That thing looks really cool. I yeah, I'll be that, picking that I, one up. Yeah, that's, I definitely want cool. that one. Um, 
Ryan, any of these other any any other sets worthy of mention that you think uh, that caught well, your eye? You know, a lot of what they showed is already out in stores too. Mm-hmm. Um, I was kind of surprised by that, but I guess that happened every year too. Um, I mean, the stuff that you mentioned is pretty much the new stuff because they showed like the the micro fighters, which are already out. Uh, a bunch of the rebel stuff that's already out in stores. Uh, the UCS Slave One is already out at uh, the Lego stores. Um, so it wasn't really much new beyond the um, the drop ship and the um, the final duel playset. Uh, yeah. They showed the advent calendar. Oh, they did show the advent calendar. That's right. Mm-hmm. And guys... that has a mini Sarlacc in it, so I have to buy that. Yep. Do you guys Absolutely. pick those advent calendars up? Every one of them. Yeah. yeah. I... I got the, my first one this last year, and I thought it was pretty cool. So I'll probably keep doing those. I think I was in Germany four. in November, and that was that was really tempting. Those little Lego gifts for every day—they lo- looked really cool. <laughs> yeah, they're fun. They're fun. They're fun to get. Uh, let me ask you a question: Did the UCS, uh, the Tie Fighter, had that been shown before Toy Fair? Does anybody know? They're doing a you know, UCS. I, I think I it's been know. talked about. I don't think it's been shown before. Well, they did show it, of course. Yeah, um, they did, yeah. What I think is, what I don't like about it is that they make the UCS now for minifigs, for the actual Lego minifigs. Because when they first started this line, which I thought was a hundred times cooler, I don't know if you guys remember this, but they made one of the very first UCSs was a Thai uh, Interceptor. And they made it to fit a Hasbro action figure. Hmm. Why would they want to encourage anybody to buy Hasbro action figures? Well, <laughs> they did back when they started this line. They yeah, made it. That's more true. I do remember and... that. Yeah, yeah, I do remember. You, you know, that. Jake, I never knew those were meant to to fit figures. Um, I have both uh, the original X-wing and Tie Interceptor. They did, and I'm about to set up my Legos again. So I'll have to check that out. If I can get a figure in there, I'll take pictures of it. Well, I well, I have it. I. Oh, you've done it. Okay. I put a tie, Parallel Force 2 tie uh, pilot in it when I built it, and I've never taken it out since. I mean, you can. The canopy opens, but he just lives in it. That's his his tie. So, yeah, no, I've had it for years. Um, And that's why I was looking at this tie fighter, and I got really excited, but then I saw the minifig pose next to it, and I went, well, that's not going to be like they did before. So... (laughs) <laughs> It'd be cool, though, if they could have some more crossover. I mean, Lego's on top. Lego clearly has nothing to worry about when it comes to uh, Hasbro right now. They're, hey, they're do doing well. Remember, do you guys remember the episode one Flash Speeder from Hasbro? Yeah, sure. Yeah. That one was blue, right? It was green. No, it was green. It was green. It's a bluish green. Yeah. Oh. Tom, uh, check under your bed and see what color yours is. Oh yeah, hold on. Let me. I'll be back in a minute. <laughs> I just realized. And you know, that you know Chris, they actually fits. made a, a Lego Flash Speeder, the same thing back then too. So there, this is a remake, the new one that's they're coming out with. So yeah. is this one bigger? This one. Yeah, it looks a little bit bigger. I yeah, see. it's a little updated. Is there a demand for this vehicle, the Flash Speeder? I didn't think so. I'm kind of surprised <laughs> to see it. But... All those new Phantom Menace fans from 2012's re-release. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Is that Skyhopper available now already? It yeah, is. Yeah, that's out in stores. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I like that's that. Good. I'm sorry, Jason. That's, that's the second Skyhopper they've done, too. They, they oh, did... really? Yeah, they did one a long time ago. Huh. What's is this one pilot? better? I don't know. I haven't looked at it up close. Well, it's available, so it's better. Yeah, I've guys, seen it in Target. Yeah, so. yeah. 
Do you guys oh. wish they would go back to using yellow heads for the for the minifigures? I kind of like they the look... yellow characters better. Well, when yellow was the only thing, you didn't worry about it. But now, yeah. if you were to reintroduce yellow, everybody would look jaundice. <laughs> now, wasn't it Lando that prompted them to go to skin tones? I thought I read that at one point, that it was they wanted to make a Lando figure, but they didn't want to put it out in yellow. So they decided to switch the line over to actual color pigmentation. I think, it's a, good, I think it's a good move. It makes sense. All right. Um, anybody else want to add anything about the Lego presentation before we move on? I don't know how they can get away with, now that I think about it, I don't know how they can get away making those new, um, what are they calling those action figure ones? They're calling them um, battle, battle builders? Battle builders. Those construction ones? Yeah. yeah. Construction is what they... Construction. Construction is what it says on the little placard card next to it. But, um, you know, those... To me, that's a buildable, potentially interchangeable figure. I just, is that not going to walk all over what we'll talk about here in a minute when we get to like Hasbro's new line of figures? I mean, I feel like this is an action figure. And before, I thought it was kind of, um, yeah. Hasbro had the license for action figures. I mean, I think Hasbro has a fraction of the power it used to have over what other companies could do or could not do. Yeah, I feel like this is I feel like this is, you know, essentially the direct competitor to mm-hmm. you know, the figures we'll be seeing coming from Hasbro. So it's just it's true. Man, Lego is just is very, very powerful. I wonder if it's because they're number one now. Maybe that's how maybe that's how the license is dictated. Hey, you maintain yeah. the number one spot, you get a little more pull than the rest of the guys. I don't know. I think Disney just hands it out to anybody who wants it. But do you think they actually went in and revised all the contracts when Disney? I wonder because I, I know. Remember, there was a, a Lego was going to release some figure sets, which is three little mini mm-hmm, figures, mm-hmm. and it turned out Hasbro had uh, licensing over releasing figures or whatever, and Lego was right. not allowed to do that, so they had to make keychains and other kinds of things. Because they did release those little three packs. I remember those. Yeah, they and that, came with a they came with a base and a background, right. and then that was it because uh, I think Hasbro had a fit. And then after that, no more. They I can't seem to remember hearing something similar, yeah. They can't release figures on their own. This, these are clearly figures, but I don't know. Things seem to have really changed within the last year as far as companies who can release what. Cause... I mean, this, we're getting figures from Jack, yeah. from uh, yeah. a Disney Store, and yeah. Just like, if, if you want to make a figure, Spin you Master. find... Yeah. <laughs> Um, Doesn't seem to matter. No. Okay. So uh, speaking of Hasbro, let's move on to Hasbro. And they were there. And they showed something very highly anticipated that we've all been dying to see. The Furbaka. (laughs) This is Tom's favorite toy of Toy Fair. Tom, what do you think? A good thing? A bad thing? What do you think of Furbaka? Did Tom leave the call? Just go some. Just go to someone else. I've, I'm really trying to work on my blood pressure lately, so just just go to just go to someone else. Uh, Chris B, you picking up for Baca? Uh, no. Stupid crap. Apparently, it can fart. Is that? Yeah. True? Huh? 
That's that was the big selling point. Apparently, so can I, so can I, so can I, Chris, and I'm free. <laughs> yeah, no, not for me, man. Oh. Eighty bucks, is that right? Yeah, Unbelievable! Unbelievable! Do you think this thing will get marked down to like forty bucks or something eventually? Do you think this is gonna sell? It's no. pretty expensive. No. Oh, there's there's kids that'll think it's cute. And he's going to be featured in, you know, The Force Awakens. So there'll be For some Baca? new people. No, but Chewbacca. <laughs> Furby. I mean, that was just like, when was that? Like 15 years ago? It's Probably. retro. Come on. It's, it's retro. Right alley, Tom. Furby oh. is retro. Furby's it's re- retro. No, it's not. No, yes, it's not. It is. Don't say it. It's like 20 years old now. You're going to those... get loads of hate mail. You put the vintage word in front of Furbaka. <laughs> no, you're, you, yeah. People are going to start throwing it. <laughs> bottles at us at the at <laughs> celebration we're gonna need a cage like the blues brothers to perform is this like right. uh, do you think this is the beginning of a whole new line i can see a, a fur for jar jar and a a fur yoda and a fur wicket and a fur vader do you think this is going to be a whole big thing they did do a furby yoda back in the day so yeah yeah it was it was until its face melted off because yeah. of time <laughs> they didn't really think that went out when they constructed it not really, no. <laughs> Anybody going to get the Furbaka? No. 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 No, it's... No. Okay. Next, Play-Doh can heads. Uh, Jake, what are your thoughts? Okay, now Play-Doh is more of a soft spot. Furby's only got a few... He's He's a rookie when it comes to toy and play value, whereas... Play-Doh's been around since, what, 79? Is it 79 when they had the first set? I think before that. Oh, Star Wars Play-Doh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 probably around there. So, I mean, they're they're enjoying a nice long partnership with Star Wars throughout the years. You know, I know that they did sets for Clone Wars, um, even most recently in the last few years. So, you know, I can get behind Play-Doh sets. Now, do I desire them? I think they're kind of cool, but I'm not. It's not something I'm going to seek out. Will I probably um, uh, get them for the kids for Christmas? Yes, and then when they outgrow them, they go into my collection. So you know, th- these are something that are fun little peripherals that you know I would pick up very cheaply, mostly for the kids at this point, because um, my kids are little and they still love Play-Doh, but. You know, they, they, they call a little bit of the, they call upon some of the vintage stuff, like that X-Wing, you know, that, that reminds me of back in the day having the X-Wing. I mean, I played with all the Play-Doh sets as a kid, so these, these have I've, a little more appeal. Something I've noticed here with the pictures uh, is that the Play-Doh itself does not play much of a role. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> it's the container that the Play-Doh comes in and you play with the container. So where <laughs> does the Play-Doh come into play? It's like you could throw the Play-Doh out and the kids wouldn't even notice. <laughs> so you could just you eat the Play-Doh and yeah. play with the Play-Doh tub and there you go. Which is delicious by the way. I used to like always forget to shut the Play-Doh container yeah. lid and then the Play-Doh would get rock solid. And um, you'd have to throw it away. So oh, yeah. I guess this creates a longer-lasting value because you can play with the, the Play-Doh cans. Because um, for, for listeners who haven't seen pictures of these yet, these are Play-Doh cans 
the they look like the the shape is a, a standard Play-Doh can, but the uh, label on the can is actually um, a character. So there's like one can that looks like Luke, one can that looks like Han, right? Leia, Leia Chewie, Vader. Is there a Leia? Can't remember. Yes, there is. Yeah. It's quite a uh, it's quite a huge array of uh, of characters here. Um, yeah, yeah. But um, I think there are kind... molds. There are I... molds though that you can. Yeah. Yeah. In the Falcon, there's some, and the Chicken Walker has some. So, yeah. Personal, be personally, still. I'd prefer to make the characters out of the Play-Doh rather than yeah, the, the, the Play-Doh. Back, you know, when we were kids, the gimmick was using the Play-Doh to make the figures. <laughs> right. Now it's barely an accessory, you know, yeah. to to squash whatever. <laughs> I don't even know what these little things are that you're supposed to be squashing the Play-Doh into, but. I don't know. Um, pretty pretty weak. Yeah, Chris, any thoughts on canheads? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, maybe uh, I can come over and Evan and I can eat some play doh together or something. Well, you're welcome anytime. <laughs> Be fun, Chris. Uh, I, I I'll probably pick up at least the Vader head if nothing else, but uh, not not going to be a big thing for me to buy them all or anything like that. All right. Um, also, they showed Blade Builders, which is a uh, a new kind of build a build a lightsaber uh, set from Hasbro. Looks like you can build all kinds of different lightsabers including some pretty crazy, wacky designs, kind of like what we've seen in the Force Awakens trailer with uh, Kylo Ren's lightsaber. Um, and it also looks like some of the blades might be foam, which I don't think they've done before. I think they're all foam. They're, all, they're foam. all foam. So this is yes. new. This is new. Uh, Jake, you have kids. Would they, um, would they like beat the hell out of each other with foam lightsabers? Oh, my boy is already <laughs> already talking about these. He's four, so uh -huh. four and a half. So, of course, this is right up his alley. He plays dress-up every day. His friends come over. He has a huge dress-up closet where he's got, you know, Batmans and Captain Americas and, you know, Darth Vader's and you name it. So this is absolutely something that will be in our house, but for the next generation, not for ours, not for me. I don't, you know, this doesn't have much appeal to me. I'm not... I've kind of fallen out of role play. I mean, when Hasbro started it back in the day, I got all the Luke and the Vader savers that came out. But uh, now I, I, I personally don't have a place for it. Um, but my kids will absolutely love this stuff. So we'll be owning these. Um, Chris B, what about these uh, Blade Builder sets? Yeah, I'm with Jake on that one. Uh, my son's definitely going to love these. Um, you know, because he's really into the whole role playing thing and we have a bunch of those fx sabers and um there's not a single day where he doesn't use them and bang bang something around with them so yeah definitely well it depends on the price i mean did you guys see a price for this thing at all and and how many no i did i did i did it was was it in the usa article that usa today actually broke this story what last week i think it was right and so I don't recall. Let me see. I'll do a little search I here recall, while you guys talk. I don't recall how many pieces are actually going to be in the set. But, you know, it looks it looks interesting. I mean, I'm not a big fan of that Episode 7 saber, you know, um, with, the, with the lasers coming out on the sides. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
But, you know, I mean, this is definitely a way on how you can recreate that design if you wanted to. So I guess that that's pretty much... Isn't that then the first official Episode 7 product, kind of, from Hasbro? Yeah, kind of, they snuck I, it in. Yeah. Because I don't think if they wouldn't have seen that trailer, they would have ever... Well... No, they would have not done that. They would have not done that. Maybe they probably had, yeah. They and they probably saw the design to that saber way before we did. Right. So yeah, yeah. This has to be a result from from the Force Awakens. Okay, you want the price breakdown? Uh, the electric lightsaber comes in Obi Wan, Darth Maul, or Darth Vader, and Luke uh, flavors, as they call it, and those are nineteen ninety nine. Oh, so those are different because then the foam lightsaber comes in Yoda, Vader, and Luke, and those are fourteen ninety nine. And the extend lightsaber offers Luke, Anakin, and Vader for nine ninety nine. So that is it says the kids can mix and match from three different assortments and connectors. So mm -hmm. there you go. So we got foam mixed with your classic extendable plastic. And your electronic ones. Hmm. All right. Um, anything else on these sabers before we move on? Oh, sorry. The the main Jedi Master lightsaber set is fifty dollars. Okay. All it right. includes lights, electronic sounds, pair of light daggers, an expansion hilt, and a variety of connectors. So it's like you can get that starter set, and then you can add on all those other price points. Mm. Yeah. Wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> then they also showed Hero Mashers. Now we've seen Hero Mashers with Marvel and I think Transformers. Are there Transformers Hero Mashers out? There are. Yes, there yeah. are. Okay. But now we've got Star Wars Hero Mashers. You can choose from Jar Jar, Kit Fisto, Anakin from Revenge of the Sith, Darth Vader, General Grievous, Stormtrooper, Boba Fett. Bosk, my favorites, Kanan and Zeb, and the <laughs> deluxe Anakin with a speeder bike, and Darth Maul with a Sith speeder. What, no Lobot? No. <laughs> um, I have to admit, I think these look like fun and probably will be a hit. I'm predicting that these are a hit with at least kids. Um, Ryan, I'll start with you. What do you think of these? I think these are pretty cool, and I agree with you. I think these are going to be kind of fun, clunky action figures. You know, people have been asking for articulation. If you've played with any of these, these have a lot of articulation. I know when I was down at uh, Toy Stable uh, a week or so ago, he had a couple of the Marvel ones out, and I got to kind of check them out. And they're pretty poseable. You can do a lot with them. Um, I think it's a cool idea. I, I like these better than, than like the Titan 12-inch or Command or any of that other stuff, or Angry Birds especially. I think, you know, if we're going for a kid value type of thing that maybe collectors can get into, I think that this might work. And I th think um, the Marvel and Transformer ones have been a hit already. So I think they're doing Jurassic Park as well. I, it may be the new Hasbro thing to go with these and see how far they go. But I'm kind of surprised by the number of uh, prequel characters in this. Yeah. Yeah. They, I mean, um... who expected we'd see Jar Jar product mm, at, at Toy right. Fair 2015? Yeah. I, a lot of these characters I thought we'd never see in in toy form again. Is this yeah, Jar Jar's and... first appearance since Disney? Uh, yeah, um, I think so. You, you might be right, yeah. 
He had a fi- Last... he had a 2012 figure. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he that had was... a couple of 2012 figures. Yeah, yeah. that's true. But and yet rock. here they are: Jar Jar, think... General Grievous. <laughs> Darth I Maul. think the last Jar Jar product we saw was the Jar Jar and Carbonite from the San Diego Comic Con exclusive. Yay! So oh he's... wait, no, no, no. There's been Jar Jar Angry Birds. Huh. Is that, yeah. a st- is that a Sith speeder I see? Yeah. Yay! These are now retro cool because the kids who grew Shut up, up. The, the kids who grew up with the prequels Shut are up. in their twenties. The kids who grew up with the prequels are in their twenties now, and it's kind of uh, nostalgic for them. Is it though? Is I it... don't know. I'm I'm thinking. I don't know. If if you hear this, you twenty somethings, uh, please post on I grew up Star Wars Facebook page. I want to know. Oh, so they can get flamed to death and, and murdered on your Facebook. Page. I want to know. <laughs> I want to know. Not on mine. No, I'm sorry. Galaxy of Toys. Galaxy of Toys. Just stay away from my stuff. I don't want to hear. I don't. Want, I don't care about you people. Just stay uh, away Tom from my stuff. Tom likes to say that he's grown up Star Wars, but he want, doesn't want to know if you grew up prequel Star Wars. Please come to the uh, podcast and I. I will. I. I think the jar. Oh, I'm sorry. I, 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 I accidentally muted my line. <laughs> if you didn't hear that, well, I'm, I'm not about to repeat it. Um, Chris. Yeah, I'm with Ryan on this one. I think it's a great idea for the kids. You know, um, they look like fun. They have interchangeable parts. Um, you know, which, which is always a lot of fun. You know, um. Again, it's not something I collect, but I can definitely see kids liking this. And I think there's definitely room on, on store shelves for a product like this. And, uh, hey, you know, I, I'm all for this. You know, maybe they, maybe they now will get rid of the five POA figures and focus mm-hmm. the kids on this line, you know. Um, I think that'd be great, you know. So. No, no doubt in my mind that the uh, kids are gonna love the rebels figures in that line for sure. Yeah, they so look like fun. Great. You know, they have yeah. these funky colors and strong colors. Right. Yeah, you know, it just pops. You know, so yeah, I kind of dig those. Uh, Jake, um, I like. For me, I I get a little burned out when we get the same thing over and over. So what I do like about these is they got a different style. They have a different style of figure they're much more uh, angular and stubby and artistic in ways you know they're not just uh, they're not going for realism like the six inch black series or something like that so i actually do like that because you know i've been collecting all my life i have lots of things that try to go movie accurate so that appeals to me um would i be all in on a line like this no but i'll pick them up here and there i, I think zeb looks great um that, that might be the first one I go after. Um, and then we'll kind of see, you know, as they come out, you know, if I look at them too many times and I get down the target aisle, you know, target toy aisles tend where I spend all my time kind of looking over. And sometimes things win me over that I, you know, more than they would here in pictures online. So, um, yeah, again, I'll pick up one or two as of right now. I don't plan on being a completist, but um, I do have a couple of the Marvel ones already. And so... You know, I, I see their sturdiness and their appeal. So, you know, I, I don't mind this line at all. You know, I'm probably more prone to pick up Force Awakens figures in these because we have all these figures already. But right, that'll just have to see what and Hasbro 
offers and that's, in other And that's lines. the big unknown. These could be coming on the shelves right with the Force Awakens figures. At the same time, we just don't know. Or this could be getting kids into this brand, so then when the Force Awakens is, they can just mm-hmm. add it to their mix and match library. Mm-hmm. Did they announce a street date for these at all? They didn't announce all any street fall. dates or anything, as far fall. as I saw. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably really hard right now with the with the slowdown, um, with all the shipping slowdowns. It's probably hard to predict street dates. Do you think there's any? Is there any credence to that rumor that? They're trying to move the movie up. I don't think, think I don't think that's true at all. No. I mean, because I mean that would that would then explain a lot of the secrecy or the mystery about when this stuff is coming and what's coming. <laughs> if they really are like, well, I don't know. It could come in you know, September. It could come in December. I would be very surprised. I would too. But this whole the way they're treating this movie, Lucasfilm. Or I guess we should say Bad Robot more than Lucasfilm is treating this movie more different than any time we've seen in the past. So I I, I always think I know what's going on based on the past, and they tend to to the opposite. Yeah, I I I I I think they're going to hold firm to that date. I would I'd be happy if they released it earlier. But sure. I was even thinking even like a month earlier, like around Thanksgiving, but that'd be cool. But who knows? For right now, I'm thinking there's December 18th is the date. Hey, I took that day off of work, so don't, oh, mess, yeah. with my, don't mess with my schedule. No, I'll be doing the same. <laughs> um, also, for the kids, we see the return of Galactic Heroes, which to me is kind <laughs> of a cheat because yeah. I don't. The, these look um, these new Galactic Heroes actually to me. The closer I looked at them, they're like they're Jedi Force figures. They've just Put the Galactic Heroes name on it. I think, I think fans embraced the Galactic Heroes a lot more than they ever embraced Jedi Force. And I think Hasbro is trying to bring that warm, fuzzy feeling that people got from Galactic Heroes over to their other line by just switching the name. I don't know if it's going to work, but they showed a Hoth and Endor playsets, which look kind of could be kind of fun. And then a bunch of new figures. I'm not going to name them all because I just don't have time for that. Um, and then they had also a plush R2-D2 and a, Va- and a plush Vader also in this Galactic Heroes line. Um, the funny Jake, thing about those plush, the funny thing about those plush is that those look like the actual Galactic Heroes. Mm-hmm. Those look like what the previous version, the 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 much endeared version of Galactic Heroes is. I think this is a really bad move, though, making the Jedi Force now called Galactic Heroes because... This is going to turn a lot of people off because, you know, Galactic Heroes had a really big, strong following. And granted, it produced a lot of product. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't even know what they would, they would have to mine deep into the Star Wars background characters to start producing new stuff without going to Rebels. But, you know, that they have a pretty huge library of Galactic Heroes. But I don't, I think old Galactic Heroes, which, in my opinion, are probably outnumber the people that collect Jedi Force are not going to be happy with this renaming. Yeah, seems kind of I don't know. Um, Chris B, do you collect did you collect the old Galactic Heroes? There are some actual <laughs> Go, Go ahead, ahead, Ryan. Go ahead, Ryan. Sorry. Um, there are some actual Galactic Heroes in this line too. The Ewoks are the uh, the old Galactic Heroes molds in there if you look at them. 
Oh, they're just like repacks, redos, repaints. Yeah, they're repaints. They look they look like they're they may be more um more detailed, but uh, as far as the paint jobs, but it's the same molds. Is the Tauntaun the same mold too? I don't know. I didn't look closely at that or the speeder bike because I know they did um, the Galactic Hero speeder bike, and I wasn't sure if it's quite the same or not. Now is that tie uh, advanced tie Vader's tie? Is that Galactic Heroes or was that Jedi Force? They've done a Jedi Force uh, tie advanced. It's so out it's in stores right one. now. Okay, so yeah. it's probably just that one. Uh, Chris V, did you ever collect the old Galactic Heroes? Uh, no, I didn't. But I did no. buy a whole bunch of them for my for my son back then. Mm-hmm. And I went to find them on clearance, and we just recently opened them because he, um, my son, got the uh, the Fisher Price Battle Rover for Christmas, and oh, yeah. uh, it's this huge, awesome play set thingy, um, and those figures um, are compatible somewhat compatible with it so he uh you know he kind of uses that as his battle station and he uses all the uh you know galactic heroes and the jedi force he mixes them he doesn't care one way or the other you know mm-hmm. um, and uh, he puts those figures onto the battle rover and then he uh you know he does his thing so that's why i like those you know it's because i can actually see my kid interacting with these and uh you know they're fairly inexpensive compared to regular figures um, cause how much were they? Six, $7 for two of them, right? So three, three bucks a figure, something like that. Um, and, uh, he can just bang them around and I don't have to worry about, you know, things breaking off. Those are really, really sturdy. So, you know, I like seeing that they're continuing this line and uh, especially the Tauntaun looks super cute. So I might actually have to pick that Tauntaun up for myself. <laughs> Did you guys see that? That Tauntaun? Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I so like yeah, the, I think it's great, you know. I like the Wampa set. I think it's funny. What do you guys think of the play sets, um, specifically the Endor play set? Do you... Uh, a little oversimplified. Like oversimplified? Kind of reminds me of like a Weeble's treehouse. If I, wanted, if, I was, if I was a kid, yeah, the thing is I'm comparing all my stuff for to 70s stuff that we got. And... Even the Fisher Price stuff back then, when we were a kid, like the Sesame Street play pe- play set and all that stuff, that mm-hmm. came with a ton of stuff, and it came with all kinds of little things you could play with. This is just like here's the big tree, and <laughs> there's your yeah. dummy walk, and have at it, kids, because you're too dumb to play with anything else. Stupids. <laughs> Looks like a fancy toothbrush holder. Uh... It looks like yeah. something, and it's it's a big hunk of plastic that really doesn't do anything other than I don't know. I think these are these are pretty pretty unimaginative. They are the uh, only Star Wars play sets Hasbro has made in a while. Which is that's tell, says a lot. <laughs> these remind me uh, uh, a lot of the remember the Smurfs from the eighties. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, these kind of remind me of those. Mm-hmm. But the Smurfs were better. <laughs> All right. Any other comments about Galactic Heroes? These stink. <laughs> these these aren't. <laughs> the comment is these aren't Galactic Heroes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Um, the other thing I didn't put on the list was the uh, Lupin Chewy game. Yeah. Um, has ha- this is based on Lupin Louie, right? I've never played it, that game, so I have no idea if this is a fun game or not. It looks like it could be fun. 
Anybody even know what this is? Am I? <laughs> I don't. I, I don't know. Is there a picture? <laughs> is there a picture of it somewhere? I don't know. I don't think so. Lupin Chewy. There, there was a picture. Cause yeah, there like, was one because I know one of you guys messaged it to us to our it was group. Probably Jake. Yeah, no, I I've seen the. I don't know what Lupin Louie is, but I saw the Chewy one. You know, I uh-huh. I don't know anything about it other than most likely won't be picking it up. <laughs> we'll get it for Tom for his birthday. Okay. <laughs> that, we can, we can pitch in on the fur, can, the the Furby Chewbacca for it. <laughs> we can play Loop and Chewy at the uh, Starlight meeting. Wonder how flammable those things are. <laughs> <laughs> Probably highly. Uh, All right, Jason, let's get to the next, good stuff. To the, the Star meet, Wars the action the figures. <laughs> now, I would almost say that the. The uh, the five of us probably wouldn't know each other or be friends or you know at all if it weren't for Star Wars three and three quarter inch figures. I'm guessing that's, that's the origins. Our, that, our, is, our is, forum <laughs> rebel scum. I, origins. I really think yes. that. Is I really that, think is that what it is? We would not we would not know each other or <laughs> be friends if it weren't for Star Wars figures. <laughs> I don't think. I mean, not that not that we don't like each other, but. I think that's what we had in common, and that's why we all became friends at some point. Um, so this, these, that's important, at least you know, to most of us, I think. Um, but there were no the toys. The toys are our friendship. What's what's important now? The toys, the toys. Oh, okay. Toys, toys, then family, faith, church, God, <laughs> friendship. I don't know. Um, <laughs> the toys are always more important, though. <laughs> Anyways, um, it's been a big part of Star Wars collecting, and it still is. So I'm not saying that it's gone away or anything. It's just, you know, I think this is the first toy fair we've seen without any new three and three quarter inch figures in quite a while. I think since 1994. It's apparently been put on the back burner. Let's let's just say that. Now, they did show figures that we've already known about that we've seen before. So it's not like they're excluding them. They're just uh, nothing new. Um Chris, I'm going to start with you. Uh, your uh, your thoughts on the uh, lack of of action figures shown at Toy Fair? My thoughts. Well, um, yeah, it just felt like Hasbro is completely out of touch with what's going on with the fan base, you know. And to actually have people and fans that fly to this event and not show anything, that's just or not. You know what? I, I wouldn't really expect them to show anything because they had already announced that they're not going to show the force awakens product right mm-hmm. but what i would have expected is them to like somehow acknowledge a plan moving forward you know say something like hey we have a celebration exclusive coming you know here it is in the showroom you know um maybe we're behind schedule because of all the port closures you know um so you know, all the product, we're going to try to get the product out before the Force Awakens stuff hits. So that's why we don't have anything to show or something like that. You know, some sort of explanation about what's going on. Um, but it's just to be quiet and just to basically ignore it completely. Um, it just it was weird. Just really, really out of touch with uh, with what everybody was expecting, I think. And, you know, we had seen these pictures of uh, Han Endor and those five POA single carded figures so i i really expected that you know that's at least something that they'll show 
Um, but that was a no show as well, you know. And the Star Wars Rebels, I mean, there was there was nothing new shown for Star Wars Rebels. Everything that was on display was already revealed before. Um, it's actually strange to see the Imperial Troop Transporter on display um, because originally this thing had a release date of January, right? And I know some people have found it, but really it's it's just nowhere in the stores right now, you know, um, except for a few here and there. Um, I know you guys haven't found it yet, have you? No, no. I, I yeah. think the, uh, the, the port slowdown is the reason we haven't found it yet. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's just weird, you know. Like, mm. it's one thing just ignore it completely, but, another, you know, they could have just, you know, be open about it. You know what I mean? Like, if, if this was all about um, trying to build anticipation for the stuff to come, um, I don't get that because I feel like there is already anticipation. You know, mm. there is demand. And, you know, now it just felt really out of touch to me. And, you know, it's a slap in the face for people who actually traveled there and all those fan sites who spend all that money to get there who you know people who basically cover six inch and three and three quarter inch figures you know and don't you guys think it's weird how it's like an industry get together and they have they have the force awakens product there but it's just for the important people right mm -hmm. so they kind of like separate everything mm -hmm. and i kind of feel like you know they <laughs> maybe they have to do it but why even invite people if you don't show them stuff anyways you know like I, why why invite fan sites in the first place if you're not going to show them right. the figures? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Because you have to separate them out anyways. Then so you know? we have to imagine that there are some back rooms where they're showing companies like Walmart and Target and Toys R Us some new products, some new action figures, right? Well, that that's what I understood. Yeah, I mean, they, that, yeah. The product was being shown, but no pictures allowed, and it was only to like the the retailers. But is it really necessary to have these kind of events? I mean, I, I don't, I don't get this in the in the first place. I mean, if you're, it, especially if you're going to have a new movie, you're going to show these folks who probably don't give a rat's ass anyway what the new products are. Well, am I missing you know, something? Or this this show started. It wasn't for people like us. This toy toy fair was all about you know showing off the new product for the year to the retailers and selling them the product, getting them to buy the product for the year. Um, so it was never really about the actual consumer. It was about the, the retailers to buy the product. And, you know, as toy collecting has become bigger, it's obviously become more known and, and all that. But it's, it's always been more about the consumer, which is why they'd have prototypes and mock-ups and things like that to give the a retailer an idea of what they should buy. And, you know, I've talked to people who've been at Toy Fair uh, through the years, and they say that there's stuff shown at Toy Fair that never sees uh, retail outlets because it's never bought. Nobody picks it up. And, and so that's kind of what, what I see here. And, yeah, I mean, Hasbro knows. There's fans and there's, you know, podcasts and there's websites and everything else going to these shows to report back information on this and probably should be showing a little more than they did or something like that. But it is primarily there to sell to the retailers. So you're saying that there's – stuff that we haven't seen with characters from the new movie and There'd have to be oh yeah it Think was so? said there was back rooms with stuff being shown where huh. no pictures were allowed or anything like that well there was rumors last year already that some of the stuff was already shown to the the big three late last year way before toy fair like walmart and target and uh, toys r us mm -hmm. so hasbro was already shopping around I i'm wondering if those companies actually go to toy fair at all 
Well, have they to, do. They do. Yeah. Okay. When I when I worked at Toys R Us, I actually looked at going to Toy Fair one year because um, I worked for the store so I could go. But uh, Toys R Us sent their buyers to that to to check out stuff. Hmm. Uh, Jake, what were your thoughts? Oh, geez. Um, yeah, it was. I was right there with the rest of the action figure, longtime action figure community, where you know the jaw just kind of dropped when, you know, I think all three, Chris, Jason, and I were all, you know, I had a live blog from one site going, I had Twitter up, I had Facebook up, we were instant messaging back together, so we kind of had the command central here, and when they said they moved on from Star Wars after announcing. Hero Mashers, it was just like, wow, that was a first, that was, was pretty, um, you know, after such a huge Marvel showing, it seems like all of their emphasis right now is on Marvel, 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 and even to the point where now Marvel owns Star Wars Month and May the 4th and all those big release dates from here until 2020 are all taken up by Marvel. Now, I happen to be a Marvel fan, so I can't be super offended, but my Star Wars side of me goes, man, that was definitely a Star Wars date. So, um, but Disney, Hasbro, so far, they, they are pushing us to Marvel. They're they're making the three and three quarters. They're making the six inch. They're making the two inch. They're, they're providing all the things I would want in a Star Wars line. Um... Yeah, and like you said, this is the first time for 20 years now, the the age of the modern line, that we haven't had a, you know, a presentation, a what's to come next. You know, yeah. I equated it to my site. It was like being stood up on Valentine's Day. I mean, it was, <laughs> it was a low blow. Um, and here's the thing: when you take people like. Um, and I always uh, biff his last name, but his name is Scott Nightlich. Nitlich. He's uh, used to be the Mattel employee. He's now Jack's Pacific's rep for their uh, action figure lines. And when you take his passion and his connection to fans and the collector community, I mean, he's upfront about it. He understands it. He asks for suggestions. That's the part of Hasbro I, I, I don't feel attached with anymore. I used to, early on in this line, I really felt connected, like like corporate Hasbro wanted to reach out to us fans and wanted to let us know and told us that we'd be doing this and we'd be doing that. And they used to have you know fan choice surveys for what figures they should bring out, and those would be the figures they produced. I mean, that was only, what, just 10 years ago. So there's definitely been a shift or a break or something where Hasbro has become less concerned with our fan base than, you know, just doing what they they believe their market research, which clearly doesn't feel like we're a part of, um, says they should do. So it, it's definitely a shift. I mean... You know, I've said this multiple times on this show, and we've talked about it before in person. You know, Hasbro, when they first started, said they weren't ever going to release the same figure over. And they go, if we're going to release a figure, we're going to change the mold. We're going to change the colors. We're going to change the position, you know, because we don't want to give fans what they already have. Well, we know that that was gone out the window many years ago. <laughs> but it's that type of connection where I want. Yeah, and, uh, I remember when they said that in the, in the mm-hmm. 90s when they started the line yeah. up. Yeah. yeah, and like when you look at this, and there's a video out there from Jack's Pacific's presentations. I know we'll get to Jack's in a second, <clears throat> but you know they, they're all about you know 
being up front. And he's like, hey, you're going to ask me about Force Awakens. And man, I think that's a movie coming out and I would love to tell you about it. But you know what? Um, I can't. And so we're not going to. But just know that we're a partner. That's all I can say. You can imagine. We're looking forward to it. It's new Star Wars. I mean, that's all they need to say. That's all they would need to do to acknowledge it. Or, you know, at the end of their presentation, the Star Wars section, they could have said, all right. You know, they could have had a, like a redacted, you know, toy list. It was all blacked out, but the top said Force Awakens. Or they could have had like a black silhouette of a figure. Or they could say, see you at Celebration. I mean, just something. Just something to let us know <laughs> that, you know, they cared. But that's the end of my rant. I was not happy with it. I, you know, I I was hoping for <laughs> a lot more than that. And plus, like, we didn't get the collector sets. Uh, the The digital commemorative Sets that have been showing up everywhere online. Andrew's Toys, I don't know how he gets it, but man, that company always gets preview images, press images from Hasbro way before anyone else. I mean, they posted that weeks ago. Um, so clearly, Lucasfilm wasn't ready to release a digital release date because, you know, uh, we would have probably got those sets, but just nothing. It was just really, really. Um, enlightening about where Hasbro's at right now. Either that or Disney has such a tight gag order and everyone's scared of the mouse that they, they're not even touching it or dancing around it or anything. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I was, you know, I wasn't expecting to see a lot. What I really was hoping to see was at least one new super articulated three and three quarter inch figure because I just wanted some confirmation that they will be making figures in the future that have more than five points of articulation. Not that I need that on every figure, but I would like them to do that at least on some figures. And I just wish there was something to confirm that they were not abandoning that construction model. Yeah. No. And so, you didn't get it. I didn't get that. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently they said something about it, but they didn't show it. Uh, I know I read, I think it was on rebel scum. They said that the black series three and three quarter inch and six inch, are doing well and are going to continue well into the future. But, I mean, I, I got to agree. It is strange that they didn't show any of it, at least the product that isn't out yet, so that they showed at San Diego, or that, you know, that's already been kind of leaked, like that Han Endor Five Points of Articulation or those commemorative packs. It's surprising they didn't show any of that, or at least have something say, we'll have more showing at Celebration or more at San Diego Comic-Con. Or, like they've done in the past, show the exclusives for upcoming conventions. They generally show the San Diego Comic-Con exclusive at Toy Fair, and they didn't do that this year. Do you think um, there are some, uh, for listeners who have been following, there are some serious, serious issues at the West Coast ports right now. That's where the majority of cargo comes from Asia, where they produce the majority of Star Wars toys. Maybe they're just concerned that they won't have an exclusive ready for celebration due to the shipping or whatever. And they just they don't want to disappoint people if they can't get it here. So they'd just rather not say anything. That is a possibility. I, I, I could see that where they have the issues. They don't want to show stuff they can't really guarantee right now because of the whole port issue. But at the same time, they could have said something, I would think, you know, like, yeah. hey, we're trying to get more. We, we've got more product that we're trying to make happen. But the whole port issues kind of blocking some things. I mean, just acknowledge it. They don't have to announce specifics or anything like that. But and of course, the other thing is, again, if they announced this, I said, hey, we've got a whole lot more product coming. We're going to show you that at Star Wars Celebration. 
that would have been cool. I could see them holding back a lot for celebration since it's only two months away. But it, they could have acknowledged that or something, I would think. Has um has Hasbro even acknowledged you guys might laugh at me, but have you has Hasbro even confirmed that they're gonna be at celebration? I don't think they've confirmed they it. Not. They not. <laughs> Maybe they're not gonna oh. be there. Oh, don't even say that. You know, it was a couple years ago they say, they said they would only go to Toy Fair and um, San Diego. They do celebration. Uh, I think it was at Celebration Six. They said they would be at Celebration, but they wouldn't have an exclusive because they just couldn't get the you know enough product out or something. I don't remember. Something with not not enough being sold. It wasn't worthwhile, and so they started doing the thing where you'd have a shared exclusive and stuff like that. So it'd be like the San Diego exclusive would also be Celebration exclusive. Um, but They've still they were celebration six and and even after they said that they didn't seem like they'd do much at New York and now they've done a lot in New York so I don't know it's hard to say like this is Hasbro this is a company that will tell us one thing over the years and then immediately change your mind how many years right. did they say we would never see a cloud car vehicle right. or we would never see a Jacosta new or we never or see, see Glow Hood or you know yeah I think all, manage, management changes and ideas change and. Oh, exactly. Yeah. And we've all learned that just because Hasbro says never, I guess unless it's play sets, uh, that it, it could still happen. <laughs> yeah. I had a, an email conversation with uh, one of the guys from uh, the uh, the promotion agency that they use. And uh, they asked if we're going to be at the uh, Jedi Business is going to be at the, the preview night. And uh, I said, no, but we'll be at Celebration. He said, OK, we'll see you there. But I don't. I don't think they they've officially announced anything at all yet. But you know, I'm sure they're there. So that's funny because I sent uh, I sent the same company an email just uh, this morning asking if they would be doing a Q and A uh, at celebration, and I, I haven't heard yet back yet. But it'll be interesting to see what they say to that. Yeah, kind of like the Q and A's that they do at San Diego. Yeah, it's the weekend. I'm sure they'll do a Q and A. Sure, I'm sure they're busy. Got their hands full with Toy Fair. And celebration is just two months away. There we it hope is. we hope to see some new 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 figures there. You know, I'm pretty sure they'll show the uh, the Han Endor wave, <laughs> so they have yeah. something to show us. Yeah. And I bet you anything, the big reveal is going to be at San Diego Comic Con this year. It has. Yeah, to. you're probably right. You that's know, a possibility. That's... Yeah. It's Disney now, and that's where they've done things like um, you know the. The Avengers, you know, think about those. That Disney property, the Marvel stuff, is just huge at San Diego. So well, I could totally and last see year, last year, in my four years of going to San Diego Comic Con, last year was probably their biggest reveal year at Comic Con. They showed more than I've ever seen them do, uh, unlike the previous year where we got half an hour on Angry Birds. <laughs> but it's definitely getting better, and I'm already hearing rumblings and rumors that there's going to be a Star Wars panel with the the cast there like they do for the Marvel movies. Um, I mean, obviously, they just announced that J.J. Abrams and Kathleen Kennedy are going to be at Celebration. But uh, it sounds like there's going to be something big at uh, San Diego Comic-Con, which means I'm going to have to sleep out overnight instead of using my $200 night hotel room <laughs> to get into that panel. But You know, I looked at the coverage that... Uh... A lot of us did last year on last year's Toy Fair. And not only was there a lot more, of course, figure, both Black and Rebels announced, and 6-inch and what have you, but they also did a lot of uh, media promotion for like things like uh, 
uh, Rebels. They, they released new clips and things like that, and that was nowhere seen as well at this you know show. They didn't release them, of course, at Toy Fair, but during the Toy Fair weekend, kind of to play into all that hype, they released a lot of promo material. So, And here we're not getting any promo material, which makes me think that as a whole, their focus is not Toy Fair. For Star Wars, it's definitely going to be celebration. I mean, that's my hope, knock on wood, that you know they're going to save all their promo, all their hype for the next couple of months and just bombard us and our phones and Twitter and Facebooks will blow up in two months as opposed to this month. And, and I think one of the things we do have to remember is those Marvel movies are coming out, um, Avengers coming out in uh, May and um, Ant-Man coming out in July, that those are coming out before San Diego Comic-Con, and so that product needs to be shown now, whereas you know, we've heard the September 4th Force Awakens date, so the Star Wars push isn't going to be toward the end of the year, so they can wait on you know, basic Star Wars product, you know, push the, the product that's going to be bigger earlier, and then um, they can push the Star Wars product later. Um, I, you know, that's, that's the only thing I can think of there, too, because, you know, it's all the same company but under Disney now, so, you know, get that Marvel stuff out, show that off now, and then down the road at Celebration in San Diego, have a bigger Star Wars presence and show that then after those Marvel movies have come out and uh, really, really start hyping up the Star Wars stuff. I think the biggest problem that Hasbro has now with The Force Awakens is that nobody has seen the footage yet, right? I mean, if there was a, a longer trailer out, you know, they could probably, like, show some of those characters, especially the original cast, you know, in their costumes yeah. and everything. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, you know, it wasn't – I was going through some Star Wars Insiders not too long ago, and it was, like, a good year before Episode Three came out, and here's this whole spread in the Star Wars Insider – of photos from the set of episode three and lots of costume stuff, sets, props and everything. Right. And that was a year before that movie came out. And cause I remember when I found it, I was thinking, well, we're about that time before force awakens came out and we really haven't seen much at all. And you now, really think of how little we've seen. It's not much. Right. And you, you remember the, uh, the uh, preview figures for Revenge of the Sith. I remember, mm-hmm. I think to remember they came out in like February or March or something like that. Something like that. Yeah, they were a little early. Yeah. So, yeah, the toys, no, didn't come out, toys didn't come out till May, I think, or something like that. Like, you know. It might have been April, but yeah, the, the preview figures were still well in advance of that. There was, what, four figures, wasn't it? Right. Well, just think of uh, the fact that, you know, Age of Ultron, Avengers 2, doesn't come out till May. And think of how long ago you saw footage and scenes and set pictures and character costumes. It had to have been a year ago we started seeing stuff for that film. And it's well, still four or five months away. Yeah, and that's true. So I mean, they are, I don't they remember are treating seeing the biggest footage that till San Diego, but no, right. the, the footage. But no, they showed uh, costumes. They showed yeah. preview images. You know, they they told you about you know this already been on the cover of magazines. You know, long ago, Entertainment Weekly doing spreads and descriptions of you know where they're going, what's going on, and we're just we're I I guess I'm gonna have to play blame JJ on this one because he <laughs> likes his secrecy. And is, it's just not this, something we normally are used to for Star Wars. I think the return of Luke Skywalker, Han Solo, and Princess Leia is probably the most anticipated movie of all time, even more than the prequels. And they're just they they just want to keep it tight. I'm not falling for it this time. 
<laughs> you're right. J.J. Abrams does like his secrecy on this stuff, and I think that a lot of that's coming from him. I think that's I, I, fine. So it's far more secret than we've ever had before. But yeah. it does seem like, you know, it's it's weird that we still have not seen the original three in costume. You know, we haven't seen the, their costumes or anything for the new movie. I would have thought we'd seen that by now. Right. You think they're saving that for for Avengers or for San Diego Comic Con? Avengers. I bet there's a new trailer with Avengers. Yeah. You think so? Mm-hmm. Has to be. I mean, that's pretty much going to be the biggest movie of the year. You know. But everyone's going to go see Avengers anyways. Why not put it with a movie that everybody's not going to go see anyways to get? <laughs> that's to why get... you show it with a movie that everybody's going to see, so they can all see the footage and get hyped about it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I get I get the feeling that celebration is from a toy perspective is going to be all about star wars rebels you know you there is going to be anything new think so i, I think so but yeah i, I think so. there will be yeah I mean, ideally like in my head the way the ideal scenario in my head looks like we're going to get a dedicated line for the force awakens super articulated three and three quarter inch figures and six inch figures as well and we have an additional line of three and three quarter inch figures which is like a you know call it legends or whatever and have characters from all the movies and the expanded universe and what have you in that line. Get rid of all the five POA stuff from the, for the realistic looking figures and just do a dedicated line for Rebels. You know? my. I mean, that's the ideal thing, I think. My prediction is this. They continue with the six-inch series, Black Series, that combines all seven movies. And then there's another line that's three and three quarter inch that's called The Force Awakens, and it's just five POA. That's mm. what I think is going to happen. You know, um, what worries me a little is that James Burns, he had a look. Uh, he, he knows some of the stuff that's coming for The Force Awakens, some of the toys. And he said the presentation, the Hasbro Toy Fair presentation was a zero out of ten. But what's coming later in the year is, is, a, is about a eight out of ten. Mm-hmm. And I know that mm-hmm. he likes to get like really hyped up about stuff, right? So I'm kind of worried that he didn't give it a ten <laughs> out of ten, you know? Yeah. So well, you know, I think I think last summer, uh, Matt Fox from this week in Star Wars podcast mm-hmm. kind of put it into my, you know, you know, he talked to me about. I think he, you guys were there too, and how he thought maybe the three and three quarter inch was going away completely or just going to be five poa. And I think just five POA is uh, possible, and that the only the six inch figures are are super articulated. I think what he said could be right. But didn't we see in that list of rumored? I mean, obviously it's just rumored. But there was the the listing of figures, and uh, there was black series type figures in there. I thought. Yeah, black series. I think they mean six inch. Oh, you think, think that's that? Yeah, mm. I do. Mm. I really do. But so, they said um, black series is not going away. Yeah, the six-inch figures. No, and I think those will continue to be three. Not, I don't think the three and three-quarter-inch black series is going to continue. Well, Rebel but, Scum said that yeah. the three and three-quarter-inch and the six-inch are, are going to stay around for a long, long time. I, I, but who are they to say? Who's no, 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 no. But they were that, quoting what they heard at Hasbro. Yeah, by Hasbro. I, I'll believe it when I see it. That's why. That's why I was really hoping that they would show some evidence at Toy Fair that the three and three-quarter-inch was going to continue with more than five. POA and there that did not appear. Although I was happy to see that looks like the Ant Man I don't collect Marvel figures, but mm-hmm. the Ant Man figures look more than five POA. Okay, now here's this is where I was just gonna bring up this example. Um 
So you talk about Age of Ultron's the next Marvel movie coming out. They are having a huge line of those two, two and a half inch figures coming out, kind of like they did for Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy got no three and three quarter action figures. That was the last Marvel movie. The next one, they're doing a huge line for the two figure, the two inch size, same as Guardians. Um, They are doing a three and three quarter line, but so far it consists of four figures, which are already on shelves. I already own them, and they have five points of articulation for Age of Ultron. So Mm -hmm. unlike movies of the past where they've done three and three quarter line, both Thor movies got three and three quarter lines, and they were super articulated. The first Avenger movie got super articulated figures. Uh, Iron Man two got a huge line um, of super articulated. So, when you're looking at the Marvel side of it, other than this Ant Man that was just shown yesterday, he is super articulated, and he is three and three quarter. But when you look at the Avengers side of things, they're not showing those anywhere else. So the other Ant-Man figures you saw were six inch. Yeah. So there's just nice. there's just one three and three quarter super articulated figure coming if you're like me and collecting Marvel movie figures. So they are making that shift even with the Avengers and yeah. Marvel to go limited. So, you know, I dread what you say, but I can see it <laughs> happening. It's it's kinda it's how I've you know, along with my thirty dollar Millennium Falcon prediction. Mm. I think I think it's going to be five POA for from here on out for three and three quarter, not definitely not for the six inch. Yeah, no. I hope that's not true, and you know maybe it won't be true, but but uh, I just I haven't seen evidence to suggest that it's not going to happen. I don't think it will. I dread that it will. But Are there going to be people we can talk to at celebration at Hasbro that we can ask these questions to? Well, if it's like the celebrations of the past, I mean, I spent hours talking to them. I mean, they were sculpting. Mm. I remember I spent hours watching uh, Dave, uh, is it Venemeyer, I believe? David Venemeyer is one of the sculptors there. He was sculpting during the show uh, the uh, girl, Ayla Sakura, right? Is that her name? Yeah. Yeah. I'm blanking our last name. It's Sakura, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the girl, the Twilight Jedi. He was sitting there during the show while he was talking to people, actually sculpting it and showing the designs and what have you. And so, um, you know, in the past, they've always brought their team to celebrations and set up the booth and, you know, kind of like artists do at Comic Cons. You know, they draw while they talk to you. Well, these guys were sculpting while they talked to you. Great, great time talking to them. I remember them. I remember the. Uh, Dark Horse people strolled into the booth and they pulled each other away. And I overheard a conversation like, hey, how can we work together more? We got some cool comic packs. They were sitting there brainstorming during the event. Those were some of my favorite memories and celebrations of the past. So I hope in the future that they will bring that same type of enthusiasm, which, like I said before, it seems like they've lost. I mean, in the past Toy Fair... We've gotten exclusive figures. They've sometimes done posters or backing cards. You know, they've they've done all sorts of Lego did it this year. They Lego provides exclusive material for people who attend and posters and flyers and there just isn't that same fan appreciation right now with Hasbro. One one, one year ago we were talking about this toy fair. Mm-hmm. We all said, Oh, we gotta go to this if we yeah. ever go over there to the East Coast, you know. It's got to be for episode seven. And now look, they, they didn't show. <laughs> you know. uh, yeah, man. I, I If the movie was coming out in May, like all previous Star Wars movies. Right. Probably be a whole different thing. Yeah. 
Now, you know, another thing I wanted to say was that um, even though I'm having, I'm starting to think we're only going to get five POA figures for three and three quarter. Um, the Phantom Menace figures, I know T- Tom hates them all. <laughs> Which is he hates uh-huh. them now. He had them all at one point. <laughs> but you know yeah, that's you know that's true. That is absolutely that, true. And I was yeah. one of those schmucks that was that was like, hey, we've got four <laughs> were, different battle droids. All right. You were, yes. you were pushing kids out of out of the <laughs> uh, out of the aisle to grab your boss nest. No, but you know, sweep the leg. The the Phantom Menace figures <laughs> released in. Uh, 1999 that's some those are some of my favorite movie release figures and um for for modern you know for the prequels and those were only five poa so About for six. the most part six i would yeah, say yeah i guess so you're right you're right. some of their arms had swiveled or they had but, waist articulation i think was some of them oh yeah but yeah okay yeah you're right so maybe they weren't but um they can still make nice figures but i feel like boy 2000 what was it 2000 nine through 2012 they really spoiled us on high high quality figures and then Um, the cost of labor went up as we saw (laughs) you guys saw that presentation the the slides from the hasbro investor presentation from toy fair but but plastic has to be going down in prices yeah but it's uh, as oil prices lower you're correct the it is like 10 percent of the cost for labor now just about so that that is the big thing like you know of course china is becoming a more you know um first world nation or attempting and uh and in doing so we're gonna have to pay the labor more and therefore That's the fine. figure is going to be you know i i will pay 12 to 15 dollars for a black series three and quarter three and three quarter inch really? if, it's, oh. if it's if it's if it's if it's as high quality as 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 some of the figures done during the the hasbro vintage line yeah, I would. I know I would. Not that I want to, but I still would. See, and I, I just take it from a different perspective. Like, I can see your main characters, your Lukes, your Hans, your Stormtroopers being super articulated because those are the kids, those are the figures that kids and collectors are going to know and love the most and probably pose and put in dioramas. But for a Cantina character to have 25 points of articulation... Mm-hmm. You know, to me that that is unnecessary because that that guy in reality is either going to be sitting or standing straight up like he did in the movie. And so, well, see, you just said it yourself. He's either going to be sitting or standing. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, he's not going to be sitting. Well, right. that means so, I need I... seven points of articulation instead of twenty-two. That's true. Well. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm not an articulation oh. snob at all, but. Um, you must okay. You must, what is the time? You must that unlearn about, what you've learned or whatever. That went oh. on about half an hour longer than I expected. But uh, that's it, okay, it, you know. <laughs> the, the the Tom fan um, base wants to hear the rest of us rant for a little while, right? Yeah, Tom, do you feel bad for us that we're belly aching about all this stuff? I find it humorous. <laughs> wouldn't have a pod show. Uh, uh, po- we wouldn't have a pod show if it wasn't for you guys. <laughs> Okay. All right. Um, so let's talk next about that's enough of Hasbro for now. Oh. Was it the original um, idea to say, and here's from Hasbro, and we go at crickets, and then we spin- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. So next, Jack Pacific also was at the sh- at the uh, toy yeah. fair. They showed a bunch of stuff. Um, 
a lot of things that th- that are already out that we've seen. But for the 20 inch, they showed some new figures: a Yoda, an R2D2, a Bosk, a Luke Jedi, a Sand Trooper, um, and then more of the 20 inch. That's already more of the line that's already out. We've already talked about those. But um, I thought the Bosk and the Sand Trooper looked really nice. Uh, the Yoda is a prequel Yoda, so eh, I would have preferred the original trilogy Yoda, but that's life. R2 looked okay. The Luke Jedi looked a little creepy to me. Uh, Chris, you're a Luke Jedi guy. Are you going to get that 20-inch Luke Jedi? Um, no. (laughs) (laughs) Well, maybe, you know, it depends on what it looks like once I have it in hand. Um, Uh but like you said, the... It does look a little creepy. I don't know what this silver thing is hanging off the belt. Maybe that's something where you can clip the saber to. It is. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'll, I'll have to see. You know, um, as for the other figures, uh, you, you point out Bosk. I mean, Bosk seems like the figure is beautifully sculpted. I'm just wondering if he actually is going to come with a rifle or not. Because I don't see a weapon anywhere. Yeah. Oh. Most of the figures don't, right? Most of their figures don't come with weapons. I don't know. He, some do. He does come with a weapon. If you, um, there is a, you know, again, uh, the one that's in charge of Jacks now is um, hype in the line. Is this uh, Scott, mm-hmm. the toy guru, and uh, yeah. he actually, uh, you know, as they got ready for their presentation, he said, "All right, get out your recorder, your recorders, your Skype, your video, your whatever, and let's talk about this stuff. Record it. I want to hear it and see it everywhere." So he did in mm-hmm. one of those videos that I watched earlier today. He did talk about Spoff specifically, and the pictures here on Rebel Scum show that his collar is all messed up, and he explains that's because a sign actually fell on it. He goes, "So this is." Oh. You know, he goes, this was actually damaged, and I apologize for that, but he got mm-hmm. injured. But what he said is that Bosk is going to have a die-cast weapon. He is actually, oh. they are bringing back some die-cast pieces to include in with this line to make it, you know, to elevate it a bit more. So Bosk will be having his signature blaster, but it appears it's going to be uh, die-cast. And if you look closely at that mm-hmm. piece on Luke's belt, that looks pretty metal as well. So I wouldn't doubt that Luke's going to have some uh, pieces like that too. He said in that, I watched, uh, I watched at least one of the videos with him mm-hmm. and he said that, that some of their future figures are going to incorporate soft goods as well. Well, doesn't Luke have a, is yeah, that a soft good cape on the, the Tatooine Luke? That yeah. is true. And, and the Vader has the mm-hmm. soft goods cape as well. Now that so. huge Vader, which they showed off oh. looks mm-hmm. pretty good. I think the outer rope though is way too short. It kind of stops almost by the knees. So um, you're referring to the 40-inch, 48-tall, 40, I'm sorry, 48-inch tall Darth Vader yeah. who has electronic features. Apparently he can, um, he's got some kind of sensor where he um, detects movement and you can set him on Rebel. Uh, there's a Rebel setting and then there's an Imperial setting. I think if, if you're in a Rebel setting, he'll say bad things to you. <laughs> And if it's on an Imperial setting, he'll say good thing. I don't know how it works. I don't think they played the voice. But um, Yeah, but that looks really good, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Ryan, Darth Vader's your guy. You going to get this? Well, heck yeah. I didn't, you know, until you sent out the stuff today, I hadn't looked too much at Jax yet. Like, I had seen some brief pictures. And I saw a picture of Vader, and I just thought it was the other Vaders previously. And I saw all of a sudden mm-hmm. those 48-inch Vader. I'm like, oh, crap. Because I've seen, like, those... 48-inch uh, Ninja Turtles. I'm like, man, if they did, ever did a Vader like this, I'd love it. And yeah. So to see that this is happening, it's cool. 
The other thing I realized is, you know, if this retails for a hundred bucks, I think that's going to be in the high end for where it would retail for. Um, compare this. This is going to be a four foot tall Darth Vader for let's say a hundred dollars. Now it is a hundred dollars. It's going to be a hundred dollars. I, I figured that yep. that sounded about right. But you have Gentle Giant who's doing life size Darth Vader action figure for how many thousands of dollars? <laughs> About three and a half. Or what, when's uh, when's Jack Pacific going to give me a life-size Darth Vader like this for like two hundred, two hundred fifty dollars? I would be like, yeah. I, that <laughs> I think this Jack Pacific more and more shows me how much Gentle Giant overprices their stuff. True. But uh, yeah, four foot Vader. Yeah, I need this. This is awesome. Um, Jake, four foot Vader? No, too big. Too big. <laughs> too big i have the 30 i have the 30 inch and that's the 30 that is inch. about the biggest toy now they did, i think he'll be taller than my ewok <laughs> they um they didn't show any new 31 inch figures like i have been collecting the 31 inch figures i've got most of them um no i've been staying away from the 20 inch just because not because i don't think they're cool but uh it's just can't get involved in another scale well, if you, like that. If you listen to his uh, presentation he did, they're all about the 20 inch. They're they're planning on like yeah. army building and making like, you know, mm-hmm. deep deep characters, you know, from <laughs> the 20 inch. So that's probably good. If they do Lobot. If if they do Lobot, they've got me. They got you for one. <laughs> yeah, I'll get Lando too if they do a Lobot. <laughs> if they do a Lando. Uh, Chris, you gonna? pick up the 48 inch tall Darth Vader maybe you know again like it's hard to say if we don't know what other product is going to be out at the time because this probably is going to come out during the fall and uh, Mm -hmm. you know I'm a three and three quarter inch guy so that's my focus together with the six inch line and it really depends on how much we're going to get swamped with stuff you know but yeah I'm with Ryan on it I mean it looks looks really really good yeah yeah, I agree. You know, if they were smart, they would put all this stuff out since one of their main competitors, Hasbro, doesn't look like they're going to be providing much through the summer months. <laughs> did, you, did you see the video with the, uh, the the Jax representative that was there that you were talking about earlier? The video, he kind of was <laughs> making making a little bit of fun of the three and three quarter and six inch figures by how much they cost mm-hmm. compared to what you get compared to how much the Jax figures cost to compare what you get. So that is true. Yeah, he. Yeah. I mean, you, you twenty inch Jax costs the same as a six inch Hasbro. I mean, granted, you're getting some points of articulation, but you know the sculpts on Jax gotta... aren't aren't bad. With with the Hasbro stuff, I mean that's not a fair comparison because the the amount of detail. I mean, if I could just rip into that Sand Trooper right now, that was on <laughs> on this the Jack specific Sand Trooper, you know, from from the wrong painted buttons, you know, it has the wrong knee pad, it has um, oh gee, what else? It has the buttons on on the the abdominal pieces is wrong, you know. I mean, those guys really like if they're ripping into the six six inch line, um, I, I don't quite get that. Because the detail on the yeah. six-inch figures is really nicely done, you know. Yeah, that is true. Although they cheat on their designs for their troopers too, though. <laughs> I know. Um, yeah, I think this this forty-inch Vader could be a huge hit. I well, maybe not huge hit, but I think it could be a hit as a novel type thing. It's yeah. Like... I think. Have you guys seen the uh, the uh, Ninja Mutant Turtle? <laughs> Yes, Michelangelo yes. is the only one they've done so far. Yeah, I mean that thing yeah. is huge. 
yeah, yeah. No, that's that's it's this is the gonna be the same line essentially i forget what yeah, they said exactly. they had a name for it the ultimate or the mega or something they have a line they have a name for this scale but yeah they said they plan on making the rest of the turtles as well hmm. so will they make vader you know what what vader is this who ryan will know ryan is this a specific movie vader uh, if I were to say a specific movie, I'd probably say Revenge of the Sith because the helmet looks fantastic, but it looks um, symmetrical. So I, I'd go Revenge of the Sith if I was going to go with anything. If I was going to go original trilogy, I'd say Return of the Jedi. But because uh, it, it looks like, you know, and looking closer at the helmet sculpt, it does not look like it's just a blow up of the previous releases they've done. It looks like it's an all new sculpt, at least on the head, anyway. There you go. Go Jax. <laughs> Um, next uh we don't really usually talk about funco but i thought i would just for this this show because they did show a couple of a couple of things i would consider action figures they have um funco has the super shogun warrior style boba fett and shadow trooper now these are concepts that they probably per- that they probably bought when they took over Super Seven because Super Seven did the uh, Super Shogun uh, Stormtrooper about three three years four yeah. years ago. Yeah, actually, Super Seven so teased the Boba Fett too. So, and they've been saying yeah. for a long time, you know, it's been in production purgatory, but it looks yeah, the, mm-hmm. yeah, they, they're finally showing it here. And the uh, Super Shogun type figures were originally came out in the 70s and they are just these big blow molded robotic looking uh characters that usually shot something out of their wrist or their chest or something um i think they're about maybe two feet high maybe oh yeah something like that um do any of you guys have any interested interest in purchasing these (laughs) i have more interest in going through my parents garage and finding my one from a childhood yeah. But probably not these. No, no. It's still pretty cool though. It's cool, but I, I, I'm, I probably won't get one either. Yeah, it's gonna depend on Tom? price. <laughs> Tom, just more plastic junk, Jason. <laughs> yeah, I remember the, uh, the, the Super Shogun figures from the '70s. I had one, and uh, I have, I have no idea what happened to it, but I, it was pretty fun. No, they're great fun. I saw my missiles. Yeah. I just don't have <laughs> the robot. I gotta find the him. Thing is. The the ones produced in the seventies cost about ten bucks <laughs> in the seventies. Uh, these are like what two to three hundred dollars. Is that what the They're stormtrooper really was? I don't. The stormtrooper was extreme. Yeah, the stormtrooper was maybe, like two or three hundred. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Maybe, it had a limited, you know, limited, limited yeah. run though. I think that's why. You know, F- Funko has a much bigger distribution. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, maybe because they can, they have so many more retailers that support Funko. Maybe they can bring it down. Maybe they can bring these down in price so they're not so expensive. Yeah, it would be ideal, but <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, these aren't for me, but I think they're cool. Um, and then they also had pop vinyl fabrication, which are figures with some Star Wars little Star Wars figures. Not Plush. figures. What are they? Plush. Plush, plush char- characters character that toys. stand up. Yeah. Yeah. And then they have this thing called Hikari, which um, are crazy looking. They've got them, all these Star Wars characters in different colors and crazy. Mo- I don't know. Rainbow. Yeah. The- yeah. 
this stuff's not for me. Um, I don't have any problem with it. It's just not so I, I don't know who this would be for. Uh, this Japanese. is just a for you. Japanese. Of, this is just a <laughs> bunch of junk, really. Isn't all of this? It's just I a think bunch I know at least of one person is going to want to buy a lot of this. But uh, who's that? Yeah. Name him. Earl. I want to. Oh. Oh yeah, yeah. This is kind of yeah. crazy, wacky, outlandish. Yeah, I, but mm-hmm. okay, they're making this stuff for Earl. Earl, enjoy. <laughs> well, yeah, and I think this is the kind of thing. Well, you know, there's diehard collectors who just try to collect all of these, but I think this is these are also kind of fun. Like maybe buy to put on your desk or something. That I Bosk guess, looks yeah. pretty sweet, but. The Man. disco Bosque with rainbow. <laughs> no, no, no. There's one kind of halfway down that's actually in the costume that's painted yeah. realistically. That's pretty good. It has a golden head. Well, still, it's still pretty cool. But it looks cool. Yeah, it's just the glitter and stuff. It's, it's just. I'm uh, always nervous of lines that when they first debut, they also debut like 45 variants because. Right here, we're looking at five different Really, boxes. Really, Jake, you don't like variants, huh? <laughs> mm-hmm. How many comic books do you have now from issue one? Hey. How many of those comic books did hey, you buy? On, Jake, how many, how many of those do you have? Go no ahead, comment. Jake. No comment. Yeah. No, I'm only up to Shut like five. Shut up. You know, I, I had to go back on my word. I told you guys I wouldn't support any comic book mm-hmm. variations, and I ended up getting the Jackson cover. There you go. How much you so pay? I'm a, I'm a hip. I'm a hypocrite. How much? Uh, five bucks. Wait, five bucks. Five bucks. Still five. Okay, five bucks is fine. Really? Yeah. So when I, I, my point was, I'm not gonna, so I'm not gonna encourage them to do variant comic book covers. And why are we talking about comic? I don't books? know. That's God, another show. show. We should talk Wrong about. show, but <laughs> yeah. Tune in to the Star Wars spinner rack. Yeah, okay. It'll be out in a anyways. year. <laughs> 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 anyways, uh, there you go. Um, next, uh, Mattel enters their second year of producing Star Wars merchandise. And I don't know. I think there was a booth. I just didn't see many photos from it. Uh, Jake, do you care to fill us in on what they showed? They did not show too much. I think we were expecting to see like a lot of those um, <clears throat> ship replicas that we know are coming from Hasbro, uh, from eh, scratch that, from Mattel. Um, but no, pretty much they had just a small showing of Star Wars related stuff from Mattel, and it mostly consisted of the character cars. Um, mm-hmm. They showed all of them that are out currently with two additions. So the new cars that were on display that we don't already have or can buy would be um, the chopper, which we knew was coming. I think the Star Wars Insider showed concept art of this months and months ago. Um, but the other one and the picture that I've seen so far is kind of small, but it appears to be a Boba Fett um, car. So it looks like those are two probably individually packed cars we'll be getting in the future, um, mm-hmm. which I'm a big fan of that line. And then the other thing they showed was three, and I believe they're those elites, like $50, $60 line that they're going to have. And it was an X-Wing, a TIE Fighter, and a Millennium Falcon. So Yeah. I don't see that line uh, succeeding. 
the elite, the no, because Hasbro did something similar in two thousand five. But they're titanium, and, and those were not, yeah, and those weren't even near sixty dollars, mm-hmm. and they did not, they did not win at retail. You, you know, you say that, but but Mattel's been doing this with their Hot Wheels lines for a while. They've had these high end cars, usually be the movie based stuff, like the Back to the Future mm-hmm. DeLorean or Ecto One or something like that. But they'll do these high-end cars like that to sell for a lot of money, and they do quite well. And I think I've seen on the secondary market they go for quite a bit. So I mean, you got to remember this isn't just Star Wars fans buying this. You got Hot Wheels collectors in there too. We're turning into Hot Wheels guys. Oh, it's scary how many Hot Wheels <laughs> I've bought. Ugh. Yeah, yeah, me too. I'm looking at my uh, my wall, and I've got a bunch of them just pinned up on the the cork board um you know jake you found the stormtrooper and the darth maul single pack cars mm-hmm. i have not seen those anywhere oh you told me they were sitting forever at my walmart <laughs> well yes yeah, i don't i just don't go to walmart enough um, that is i'm not hell i'm not hell bent to get them all but i would pick those up if i found them yeah no those are uh that would be wave three there's two cars in wave three um and yeah, those came out what a month or two ago. Yeah, month or two ago. Yeah. Um, yeah, the newest stuff is just those Hot Wheel. The the two packs is the newest stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've seen other things previewed that we haven't seen. Like they didn't show the Inquisitor car, and we know that that's coming because of Star Wars Insider or StarWars.com. One of them ran an article uh, previewing that. We also know that there's um, a track case coming, and we know that there is a uh, um, a another playset, you know, and then we know, of course, the whole Starships series that's coming out, and we've seen right. images so far of like the Falcon and a Tie Fighter and the Ghost and X Wings and stuff, and a bunch of playsets to go with those. But yeah, th- we didn't we didn't get any love for that brand right now either. So I don't know, I don't know I, what the I story saw... is on that. Oh, okay. Well, I thought I saw the Ghost and, and a Star Destroyer. At Toy Fair, there's a picture floating around of those, mm. and the Star Destroyer seemed like it was a bigger piece, and the the Ghost was fairly small. You guys know what I'm talking about? Do you guys see those pictures? I haven't seen those pictures. I was looking. I, I the oh, okay. the Mattel Star Wars coverage wasn't as good online as I had hoped. Mm. Yeah, it was very very minimal at best. I have to see if I can find that for you guys later. Do you think Mattel is going to be at uh, Celebration? They should. Do you think we can get the uh, Mattel guys to arm wrestle with the Hasbro guys? <laughs> That'd be awesome. Put that on YouTube. No, you want the grudge match. You're going <laughs> to you're gonna now pit Hasbro against Lego. Get yeah. those guys to fly over from Europe. <laughs> Wouldn't that be... That would make a great little uh, YouTube series. Um, toy company arm wrestling. Or no, better yet. Like, have them face off in, like, Jeopardy style game with uh, their fandom um any other companies there that are worth mentioning at toy fair this year mm. i know one company had like some bubble machines like a bubble blowing r2d2 that looked kind of cool i don't know what company it is though it might have been called imperial the company yeah i did see that i saw that yeah what they're doing jelly bean death star or something like that the <laughs> the Jelly Bellies um, is going to have like a Death Star. Ev- everything is turning to Star Wars. I found uh, Crest toothpaste is, has uh, Star Wars uh, 
There's a Star Wars design for Crest toothpaste. Um, and it's not like kitty toothpaste. It's like just the regular toothpaste. Yeah, I found um, that today, too. And then they've got a whole bunch of new toothbrushes, which I'm sure you're excited about. Yeah, a ton. Yeah, I collect the toothbrushes, and there's a ton of new ones. Um, the quality on them is kind of not so great compared to what the G- the GUM company was right. doing a couple years ago. They're just like brushes with still, stickers on them. But it's Yeah, yeah. But they're still fun to find, yeah. and they're, they're pretty inexpensive. Um, also, uh, there's like Star Wars Kraft Macaroni and Cheese out right now. <laughs> Yogurt. Um, I, I, yeah. <laughs> I think... Um, I think as as it turns to summer, we are just going to see more and more and more of just everyday items that have Star Wars branding on them. Yeah. I guess it could be like Revenge of the Sith. We saw a lot of Star Wars branding on just like food products and everything mm-hmm. then. As long as we don't see the apples. Now, I've seen Spider-Man apples at Target. That just seems mm-hmm. weird. But... Vader apples are out, out there. I haven't seen them. <laughs> That's really? There's so... Vader apples? Yeah. Yeah. Now, I was telling my wife that I'd really like Star Wars SpaghettiOs. Like, that would be the Ew. ultimate. Ew. <laughs> and, 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 and Campbell's, which makes uh, SpaghettiOs, they have some Disney Princess uh, chicken noodle soup or something. So that means there is a, definitely a possibility there'd be Star Wars SpaghettiOs. Meatball Death Stars, count me in. <laughs> <laughs> I really look forward to two things when new movies hit, or at least in the past. You know, we don't know what'll happen in the future, but I always look for um, cereal packings um, mm. and uh, fast food toys. I those are those are a couple of my favorites. I also liked when they did the special edition. I really liked the chip program where you got you bought bags of chips and you got little. You know, 3D hologram stuff, or you know, puzzle pieces, or whatever. They did a lot of cool stuff in the late 90s, yeah, yeah. like the Dorito stuff and that. Mm-hmm. I, I'd like to yeah. see kind of more of that, but I don't know if Pepsi Frito Lay is doing anything Star Wars anymore. <laughs> does Does Disney tend to favor any one particular fast food chain? Well, they used to do McDonald's, um, but then they and, had a whole thing that they weren't healthy, so they didn't. Yeah, stop doing they McDonald's. actually. They actually had a one place in the park where you can buy in Disneyland where you can buy French fries. They had like one little thing. You couldn't get the whole menu, just like French fries if you wanted to walk around the park. It was a special thing they had with McDonald's. But then, yeah, they definitely they closed that and then they kind of distanced themselves. And I think they do anybody now that's willing to pony up the money. Lately, it's been Subway. It's, it's been you know we had Rebel yeah. stuff at Subway. We had uh, Guardians of the Galaxy at Subway. I think there's been some right. other Disney thing that's been at Subway recently. Yeah, good mm-hmm. point. Although you're fooling yourself if you think Subway is any better than McDonald's. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna, it's, yeah. But, but Jared lost so, all that weight from eating mm-hmm. Subway. Do you have any of those big cups they did for episode one? Those big oh, yeah. character cups? The... Character those are cool. Character yeah, I got cups. the whole set of those. Those are really fun. They're really obnoxious, but they're fun. Didn't you just yeah. inherit a new collection of those, Jason? Yes. I have like two and three of each of them. Wow. I sold all mine at a garage sale. I just they were taking up room. <laughs> you know when uh, the Phantom Menace was re-released um, in in 2012, uh, uh, I went to see Star Wars with my wife and then our other friend Earl from Sarlacc, mm-hmm. and um, and I think maybe Amy from Sarlacc too. I can't remember. It was either three or four of us, and we all brought in with us in the theater those big, obnoxious uh, 1999 Star Wars cups <laughs> with the big characters. I think I had Boss Nass or something. I don't know. <laughs> That's funny. Is that what we should I do like for those. Star Wars Episode Seven? We'll bring in our giant Episode One cups. 
No, we're it's a new page. Oh, new page. Yeah. We're, 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 Tom, are you excited for episode seven? Um, we'll see. I'm <laughs> yeah. still uh, apprehensive. It's it's always going to be like that, man. And uh, once I see it, then I'll make the call. But it, it, until then, at the very the very last minute I have before the uh, we see the Star Wars logo, I'll be I'll be amazingly <laughs> apprehensive. <laughs> I'm of, sure it'll be I'm sure it'll be great, but right now I'm just you know. Just make sure you bring lots of rope for yourself, there, Tom. <laughs> lots of rope. Yeah, so you can hang yourself afterward. Is there anything? It's just a movie, Ryan, dude. December? It's just not that big a deal, really. I mean, I'm, I'm an uh-huh. OT. I will be always be an OT guy. And the thing is, it doesn't matter how amazing it is. It's going to be overhyped, and people are going to be disappointed. I know. Oh yeah. Isn't it Mark Hamill that said uh, you need to calm down, or you're going to be disappointed? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, we should have oh. listened to him back in '99. So I'm definitely listening to <laughs> listening to him now. I think he's wrong, Mark Hamill. I think he's wrong. <laughs> I think this is going to be the greatest movie ever. <laughs> You're not setting yourself should, up for anything there, James. We should, we should be losing sleep every night over how excited we are for this. <laughs> Says the man who was really looking forward to Rebels and now is like, eh. Yeah, how'd that work out for well, you? I even like Rebels. Yeah. I mean, what's, I, what's I, up with that, Jason? Last Rebels episode was did, great. Was not, Re- yeah, that, that yeah. The last episode great. was pretty. I, yeah, the last episode was not definitely not bad. Um, Rebels has not lived up to what I thought it would be. You you wanted so. it to be like a Rogue Squadron or Red Squadron yeah. or what have you. Yeah, I wanted. It, yeah, I'm just I don't know. Kanan and Ezra just I'm not that intrigued by their story. It's kind of dull to me, and the planet is very dull. So those three things. Nebraska. Kinda, yeah. Planet yeah, Nebraska. they need to move away from. You know, the heck. Where is that? Those Lothal. Lothal. Lothal, yeah. And it's just kind of weird how every character just happens to show up on Lothal, but Okay, let's take that. But it's a... who's who's the next OT character to to guest appear? Chewbacca. Oh, on Solo and Chewbacca, it's already been rumored. The Emperor. The Emperor. Well, yeah, already... The Emperor's also been rumored too. They've they've rumored Emperor's coming, but we've already technically the... seen him. He was in a hologram he... in one episode. If the Emperor comes to Lothal, though, yeah, no. I'll be very disappointed. <laughs> He's not going to make the trip. <laughs> well, I didn't what, didn't well, one of you guys gonna... say that uh, uh, Luke and uh, uh, Baru and uh, uh, <laughs> Owen, Uncle Owen were were coming summer to uh... yeah, that, yes, that summer vacation. Yes, summer vacation on Lothal. Gonna, that was that was brilliant. There. Yeah. yeah, and and Obi Wan will follow along to keep an eye on Luke. Yeah, so he'll he'll show up there too. Yeah, well, that's sort of been know, a good show to have, like you know, side characters like like Jason said, you know, like Biggs, who apparently wasn't the Imperial Academy at the time, you know. So yeah. those kind of characters would have been cool to show up. No, I don't or, think. He I yeah. How if he was Luke's best friend? Luke was only eighteen. He'd be the same age as Ezra. So True. there shouldn't be a fifteen or sixteen year old in the Academy. I wouldn't think. But what about like, like maybe Gold Leader, Red Leader, Porkins, you know? Mm-hmm. You How could about... have some of them show up. You could have Maydeen. You could have Mothma. You could have Akbar. How about like, yeah. How about characters who aren't even that? General Dadana. Yeah. Well, you could, but what about like well, Long Take your pick. I want Long Snout to be a spy on Lothal. I mean, that would make yeah. more sense to me than. Seeing the heavy. The I don't think that dude's to... got enough money to get off Tatooine. I, I, can't see I want the Death Star to think... make a trip to Lothal and blow up the whole planet. 
<laughs> you know what works for Rebels though? I really like Hera. Yeah. I think That's Hera is a great character. I wish she was be- I wish Hera would be used more. And um I really like the Imperials. Anytime they show the Imperials, it's cool. The stormtroopers are cool, the Imperial vehicles are cool, er- the TIE fighters, everything like that is cool. They've good it's done a good the, job uh, of making them menacing too. They're not like your yeah. cartoon bad guys. I mean with right. that last episode, I mean, that ended with the bad guys winning, so <laughs> It's it's um, impressive. I I think Clone Wars is a superior show to Rebels though. But they had a bigger budget. I I could so. I I don't know, I'd say Clone Wars as a whole was better than um Rebels. I don't know if I would say the first season of Clone Wars is better than the first season of Rebels. But... I think that's fair. Ah, oh, the first season of Clone Wars is awesome. Mm. Are you kidding me? It had some good stuff, uh, but that that kept... Clone Wars takes off at season three. Halfway through yeah. season three is when that show becomes mm-hmm. powerful. I have a buddy who's watching it right now, and he's our age, and he's just now going through it. And he's like, "Yeah, I'm kind of, yeah, I'm working through it." And then the other day, I just got holy shit when he sent me a text. And he's like, "I am totally. They are at this planet called Mortis. This is deep stuff. This is. I mean." He's all of a sudden now just taken off, and he's like, "This show is so good." Where he was not saying that he was. I think clone ho hum, just know. like you were up until now. Clone Wars started off strong. It had that uh, that episode with Yoda and those three troopers, and yeah, uh, that was that was excellent. It started I don't off think Rebels strong. Rebels has done anything that that strong yet. It started no. off strong after a lackluster movie, though. I don't know. Is there I, anybody I on issues. this that, that liked the Clone Wars movie after they saw I it? I liked the movie. Really? I liked the Clone Wars movie. Yeah, uh, I really did. I, I did not have much hope for that show after I saw the movie. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, I happened to, Top. I caught the beginning of Clone Wars by accident. I happened to be home. Uh-huh. I just happened to turn on Cartoon Network. I was like, oh, Clone Wars is coming out. I guess I'll watch this. And that Yoda episode I thought was really good. And that's what made me want to watch it. But the movie did not make me want to watch that show. I wasn't in Sarlacc when the movie premiered. Did you guys go to like a big group thing for that? I, there did my, I did not go with a group. I actually saw Clone Wars by myself when I saw it. So I, I saw the Midnight Show. So I here. Yeah. Were you the went, only one there? <laughs> you know, it wasn't packed. <laughs> there was yeah. like twenty people. You know, and I actually uh, for the Midnight <laughs> Showing, I went there at around noon to buy a ticket, and the girl behind the counter was like. Uh, what? Uh, I'm not even sure we're showing this. Thing. <laughs> so she had no idea. She had to actually go ask a manager about it, and you know, I can already tell. But I, you know, I thought it was weird because it was Star Wars. Yeah. How could, how could it be that nobody's interested in seeing that? You know. Yeah. You know, I, I, I was... Chris, I went through that too, though. When I I went and saw King Kong at midnight, which you know was Peter Jackson just after Lord of the Rings was done. I was the only one to walk in the theater when they opened the theater. <laughs> That was a boring movie. Oh man. Good god. Yeah. That was that was pretty boring, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I did the same thing with the episode one in three D. I took my daughter and we got there like two hours early. And they were just kind of looking at me like, Well, <laughs> you could just have a seat anywhere. We're not gonna start lining up for that. And sure enough, I'm like, I'm watching to look for anyone that comes in and no one's buying a ticket. I'm waiting to get in line. And they're like, Yeah, I ended up being the first, just strolled in whenever. <laughs> Tom was there. He was incognito. He didn't want anybody. He was to disguised know. as a seat. I, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't watch Clone Wars either. I didn't uh, watch that. No. 
never watched the was it because you were was it tom did you not go see it because you had been so disappointed by the prequels you just kind of gave up uh, anything that's wars. related to i i do like the clone wars cartoon but anything related to the ot is i mean the oh, pt prequel trilogy i just don't have any interest in Nothing. So, I walked right to, you know, it's funny that uh, I, I'm just, I just have such a bad taste in my mouth for the prequel trilogy. I walked by all those beautifully elaborate uh, dresses and gowns that Amidala wore in all of the uh, prequels. Yeah, just walk by those. Oh, look, it's a Bosch uh, costume. Cool. Yeah, I just, I, I don't, I, nothing invested. I can't stand it. I hate it. Terrible. I do just have... edit this out because I'm um, I have seen every Star Wars film on opening day since 1983. So I am looking forward to continuing that tradition, although I don't know how I feel about the episode two and three in 3D at Celebration. I feel like on on principle, I need to go see them and continue my streak. But at the same cool. time, we'll, uh, we'll see you. Uh, stuff. We'll see you after the show. Yeah, I know. Well, I'll go, Jake. If you want to go, I'll go with you. Well, I feel like I've seen every. Yeah, Jake, I want to go see them too. I want to. See, I've yeah. seen every Star Wars film on the day they've debuted in America since 1983, and that's everything from special editions and prequels and re-releases. I feel like I can't break that streak. <laughs> we'll see. Mm. We'll see. Maybe yeah, if Han else depends on what else is going on at the time, you know. But I, I might know, maybe too. Carrie Fisher invites me up to a room. I might have to skip out and. The... DVD release. <laughs> you would really go up to a Carrie Fisher show. <laughs> Come to think of it, I I would if do it was that. Nineteen eighty three Carrie Don't. Fisher. Oh yeah. Oh. All right. It's not. No. <laughs> it's definitely not. Speaking of which, she's uh oh, this podcast is getting long, isn't it? <laughs> We're um, just going off. On she's everything. she's confirmed for celebration. Anthony Daniels is confirmed for celebration. Kenny Baker is confirmed for celebration. Um, Anthony Daniels will pretty much show up to everything now. <laughs> I'm convinced. Oh, we should get him on the show. Oh, we should. We should. Yeah. Got to be nice to him though, or he'll leave. We'll be like, we're we're doing a show. We we need the voice. Does he have to be nice to us? <laughs> uh, apparently not. So don't. Uh... When are the? Uh, you, hopefully, they're going to announce some more uh, big names for the show. Not that those three aren't big, but well, they finally started announcing people. So I think we're going to start seeing even more at this point. Mm-hmm. Well, new people. I, I want to see new people. You know. Well, there's mm-hmm. there's I'm sure rumors the new... and rumblings, and I'm I'm meaning real rumors and rumblings, not just some random fanboy that Harrison Ford's going to be there. That'd be cool. I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, okay. Kathleen Kennedy and J.J. Uh, Abrams have confirmed that they're going to be there. Yeah. Awesome. But that's, what do you have them sign? Oh, wait, there is nothing. Right. Force Awakens. Well, what what can they really say? They can't Yeah. They can't talk about the movie. What can they say? Do you think they could show us a clip from the movie? Yeah. I bet they, I bet they introduce a new trailer. Yes. The original cast. And they're going to show the original oh. cast. Why not? I love the fact that, they're, that they are kicking the show off on a Thursday morning. Because the mainstream folks are all going to show up on the weekend, if that, you know. So mm-hmm. I like that. That's kind of like a, a fan service. I feel like, because the fans are going to be there Thursday morning, you know. Yeah. Well, we're going to be there Wednesday night in line. You mean? <laughs> Is that what we're going to do? I don't do? know. It's just going to be insane. They already said on 
they already said on uh, StarWarsCelebration.com that you know we'll 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 give details about getting your bracelet and queuing in line as we get closer. <laughs> I'm just like, oh man, this is Ryan's adventures at San Diego Comic Con all over again. Oh, it probably won't be that bad because I think we had almost well, no, no, I wouldn't say as many people in line at Comic Con as you're going to have at Celebration, but. Last Still. year, I made no effort to wait in line. It was very, very liberating. <laughs> well, the thing is, is when you have like a crew badge, you don't necessarily have to wait in line for everything. Oh, <laughs> Tom, I don't spend all my time over there. I get to do lots of different things. Every time I walked over there, you were standing there. So give me a break. Yeah, whatever. I still got Ian McDermott's autograph and uh, Work Davis's autograph. We got the the. Uh, How much was Ian McDermott's autograph? Seventy-five. I probably should have got it. Did you get I, that one, Chris? I, yeah. Wow. It was real nice, too. Yeah, he was super nice. He was having fun. It was probably a mistake for me not yeah, to get that one. Yeah, he doesn't have years and years and years on this planet, I don't think. He looked pretty healthy at his panel. He did. I did go to his panel. Although, he looked pretty yeah. healthy. He looked he healthier does, than Harrison. He does look pretty good. Than Stan Lee. <laughs> wow. He's in his what? He's about the same age as Harrison Ford, isn't he? Probably. I think he's younger. Yeah. Mid seventies, he might. Yeah, is that right? Yeah, because he wow. he was in his third. He was in his mid thirties when he did Jedi. Yeah, let's yeah. find out. Uh, He's like thirty six, I think, when he did Jedi. Wow, I had so no like idea. We yeah, are having a couple Star Wars celebrities come locally to Seattle, the area, um, or actually come back. Because would that be me or you <laughs> or Tom? Um, By the way, Ian McDermott <laughs> is seventy years old. Seven. See, he's younger than four. Wow, wow. that's amazing. Oh, still, he did a great job in. Uh, in Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Acting. Okay. That wraps up the show. Um, thanks for listening to Galaxy of Toys. I want to thank my co-hosts tonight from MyGroupStarWars.com. Thank you, Tom. Bye. Um, from JediBusiness.com, Chris B. Thanks for having me. Until next time. And from... Uh, uh, collectibles, cosmos, collecting pan, uh, podcast. Uh, <laughs> that's a good episode, Ryan. That, that I like that episode. too. Yeah, buddy. I like that. So, yeah, that's fun. good job, Ryan. Yeah, job, the, Ryan. the next one will be really interesting. The next one's still a, super a jerk, live but uh, Steve, so that was great. that was fun. What'd you the say? The next Ryan? episode's going to be super live adventure with Steve Sands. Wait, it's really good. Hey, oh, cool. That's awesome. Good job. Looking forward yeah. to that. From from Forlom to Zuckus.com, Jake. As always, it was a blast. Now back to the figures. <laughs> My name is Jason. Thanks again for listening. Good night, but not goodbye. Just one more round, friend. Then a homeward bound, friend. Don't forget me in your dreams. Just one more song, friend. And then so long, friend. The nights get shorter, it seems. Just one more rhyme, friend. Yes, it's a crime, friend. But you know time, friend. Time can fly. So it's good night, friend. Good night, but not goodbye.